And it's a Cleveland Motor Podcast, and we're off and running, and it's... Oh, God, that's a multiple... That was multiple release. That was like a... Uh, wash that table. Oh, my. We're <laughs> professionals here. I think I got some in my eye. Yeah. And uh, I scraped my nut fragments all over the table. <laughs> yeah, you do have your, your... Your nuts have been molting all over the table. That's it. Just nut remnants on the on the table. <laughs> yep, that's it. I like some of those Russian balls over there. Though. <laughs> <laughs> They're Ukrainian. So it's the ball. They glow in the dark. We're taking well, a said, more progressive stance. They are delicious. <laughs> it tastes like a They're Captain delicious. Crunch. They're from one of my. Uh, they're from a Ooh, delightful the, Ukrainian cinnamon lady. Cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Cinnamon toast crunch. They're one of my customers. Uh, well, pretty soon they'll be Russian. And she so. brings every time she brings her bike in for service, she stops at the uh, Ukrainian store and buys us. Uh, oh. Some treats. So she gets us some pastries and some chocolates. Anytime she brings her bike in, she brings us those. Um, to my left is. Pete Hempley. To his left is. Oscar. And. Chris Smith. And. Steve Hoffer. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> yep. And Michael. Michael's back from a extended absence. Yeah, forever. My God, man. Well, yeah, I met you before. Didn't you do a podcast with us? No, but I did browse. Oh, you were browsing. All right, that's it. Oh, you uh, so, I He's not the guy that got into a fight, right? No, no. Yeah. You know, I'm no, a but speaking, speaking of... He well, doesn't look like the guy that got into a fight. Speaking of got in a fight, look who's trying to open the door. Oh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's got shop keys. That is a yeah, he, is a, he is an official employee of Cleveland Moto. So he should be able to let himself. There he goes. <laughs> Yay! Yay! John Megalfresh. <laughs> and of course, the mic's left. Uh, Sleepy Sinch. And Kevin Rosman. They're back again. Back Ooh, again. This amazing. Is a, a new record. Great. I like it. What Yikes. a turnout. This I'm a big fan. Turnout, it is quite a turnout in your humble narrative, Phil Waters. John Megalfresh with a case of Coronas. And limes too. Holy oh, shit! Oh, Boys, it is. I forgot. It is. Oh, shit, this is our Cinco de Mayo podcast. Oh, oh, wow! Holy crap! Hey, Mike. Mike. It's funny because based on our token Mexico, we got our Chipotle Mexican grilled bag <laughs> and cup, and we got, and we got a, a bottle. Uh, we have literally a twelve pack of Corona hey, and limes hey, and hey, for hey, the. For the Mexican St. Patty's Day. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm drinking PBR. And the Mexicans drinking PBR. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) We got some PBR. We got some Black Label. Oh, my God. Elephant. Yeah, we are literally, we are United Colors of Benetton. We're United Colors of Beeriton. Yeah. We're not fucking around on me. like one of these. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, we take our racism seriously here at the Cleveland Podcast. Hey, me. Did you ride your black spade today? <laughs> oh no, you rode your monkey. Oh, I had a customer brought in the black sheep. No, we're not going there. You got your African twins, right? Yeah. Your African twins? Yeah. Are there any other casually racist motorcycles you can ride around today? I can't think of any. Oh my god. Just don't say that in front of your white buddy. Or your white buddy, yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Right. Or they're your red buddy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the white privilege. You could have a red buddy or a white buddy. Right. Do they make a yellow buddy? Oh, yeah. They did make they the do. yellow buddy yeah, once. They, okay. they make yeah. a black buddy yeah. for sure. They definitely <laughs> made a black buddy. Right? Everybody needs a black, a black buddy. cat. That's true. We had a black cat, right? And every, you're right. Everyone does Sorry, need a black buddy. I got a black buddy today. It's a black a buddy psycho. <laughs> it's a black buddy psycho. So now we're fucking. Now we're fucking with a mentally ill too. I know. So forget forget cultural insensitivity. Now we're gonna go after the mentally ill because I have a black psycho right there. Okay. And that's not. We're not making that up. Genuine Scooter Company actually made a bike called. Psycho. The psycho. psycho. Why did it have to be black? It didn't. Fuck 
fuck you, genuine. Come on. It looks cooler that way. It does look cooler that way. It does look cooler that way. Yeah, because the blackjack was already taken. Right. Right. So they did the blackjack first. I'd rather be seen on that than the Barbie and Ken KLR. Oh, well, about the Barbie and Ken KLR. (laughs) I guess we're diving right into that one. I am ready. (laughs) Yeah, so let's talk about the not Kajiva elephant in the room. Uh, In the room with us right now is... Where the segways are flying. (laughs) And yet, we're not a segway dealer. Yes, exactly. It's such a nice bike, though. It's in such good shape. It's It's fucking new, dude. It is a brand new. So There's only two two things wrong with it. Um, teal green and purple. <laughs> yeah, but dude, who cares? Like, you beat me by five minutes when you bought that bike. I called five minutes after the lady was like, oh, this guy just picked it up. I'm like, what do you look like? And she was like, well, heart, beard, glasses off. I was like, that fucking... What do you look like? Uh, he said his name was Vanilla Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> you you the least the motorcycles for the rest of us. It's been like, what, three and four for weeks? For sale right now. Oh, it's all it is you, for man. sale. It's so here on Put your money where oh, your really? is. Well, I don't know what... Yeah, but now you added your profit margin to it. Good. What is Good. it? And it's still cheap. 250 or 650 It's a Okay, so what we have in the room with this is a 1992 <laughs> KLR 250. No, Are you sure? Pretty sure it's a 95. Oh, I think you're right. I think it is a 95. Oh, yeah. Am I too fat? Yeah, well, you're over there. How many miles? Like 1,300 or something? Like, it is. It's, it's a 95. It's 2,000. It's, it's a 95. It's, it's already 2, rolled 2,000 miles on it. Yeah. 2,000 miles on it. It's a 95. And aside from some light cracking of the tires, <laughs> it's fucking perfect. And, and, and unbelievably for a KLR, there's no fading on any no, of the plastic. There's it's no fading whatsoever. Not no fading. And... Well, I looked over it. I mean, I went over it really carefully. It's fucking amazing. No, it's a it's a beautiful bike. I mean, that's that four valve head is. I mean, that's a, a known performer. That bike will go every bit of eighty five miles an hour. Um, they're last, really good bikes. It'll Those last an electric start, right? <coughs> no, they're kicker only. Kicker only. <coughs> yeah, I wasn't sure. Kicker only. Oh, no. But I was in for a minute. But, really clean. but the bag on the back, the tail pack, which is. Four times bigger than the toolkit it carries, comes with. Where's that come from? That's a breast I bought it today. <laughs> so it comes with a pink fanny pack, and does it have Oakley blades in it? Oh wait! But oh, wait, uh, you can more. have your choice of pink, oh, <laughs> flip-up sunglasses. Uh huh. Yeah. Or we're gonna oh, yeah. do the the color correct. Yellow. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. The, the yellow, bright yellow, Ray-Bans, the yeah. bright yellow rate Wayfarer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, the bike has inspired me. So we're going to shoot a video. It's a very tempting uh, package. <laughs> yeah, it is a, uh, it's a nice package. For now hold on. <laughs> Wait, would, would you be, on. would you be inclined? Would you say that again? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a very I'm tempting. bowing out. I'm bowing out. Wait, Phil, how right. much would it send a gentleman back to just buy the fanny pack? Uh, all of the accessories were twenty three dollars today at Chelsea's closet. At Chelsea's costume shop. The uh, but we do have a friend that has the correct surf style hoodie, like the surf style gear shit that's the right color. protection. Purple. Yeah, exactly. Purple uh, purple surf style. So I do want to get together like the ensemble. Oh yeah, and do the uh, and do the proper montage. I want to sell that bike. That could go well with a concert tonight. 
Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. You rolled tomorrow. up at that concert with that bike? Oh, oh with that bike? Oh, you need a sidecar. Some, yeah. yeah. some white jeans or something? Some white jeans. Maybe an alligator oh. on a leash? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rod Stewart <laughs> piping out? No, that's too late. Yeah, that's yeah. it. No, yeah. But not, I mean, like, it is in ridiculously good condition. Yeah. And we'll put a picture of it in the show notes mm. uh, because it is that good a condition. Now, it is hard when you look at that to rem- like, yes. It is 1995. Where were you? 92 would have been more appropriate. Shit, 89 would have been the most appropriate. Because the colors, by 1995, that color was spent. KLR hung on, Kawasaki hung on. Let me set a mood. 1988, 1989, Tinker's Creek Park. Yeah. Okay? All the GSXRs down there. Now, Arguably, mm-hmm. the GSXR 87, 88 were the greatest colors with the light blue, white, and everything. But all the guys were making their seats purple and modifying it with yeah. teal wigglies Teals. and squigglies yeah. and pink yeah. splashes and, and pink rims. And squigglies. And squigglies. Oh, yeah. Both of them. Oh, oh. Yeah. That color the was the color of my wife's bridesmaids' dresses. Oof. Yeah. <gasps> wow. The, which one? The fenders? I'm sorry. The fenders, the shock gaiters, or the seat? The because fenders, those are sorry, different. The fenders. Yeah. The fenders. Yeah, the fenders. Yeah, it's everything a, was teal back then. Teal, so. baby. Yeah, 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 teal was real popular. That was my... When I went to prom, I had a white tuxedo mitt tails and a teal cummerbund and a teal bow tie to yeah. match my... My high school prom's date date yeah. dress. It, it reminds me of Saved by the Bell intro. It does. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> look at the uh, if you look at the squigglies and wigglies. Squigglies and the wigglies. If you look at the Unitrack logo on the swing arm, so it's got the Unitrack logo, and the Unitrack le- logo is in that like rainbow color scheme of oh, yeah, all so of the colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very very interesting. But God, it does. I mean, every turn signal is perfect. Every sticker is perfect. Like it's perfect. Oh, I'm telling you, that's that's a very yeah. nice bike. It's lived and in I, somebody's I, fucking living yeah. room well, yeah. because there's no sun fading. How right. did you come across it? I saw it on Craigslist, yeah. and I five was, minutes I went before there instantly. I but you <laughs> yeah. know what? The thing I missed out on is the guy had a CRF 450, <sighs> and he sold it for like two grand. Oh, oh painful! When I got there, these like four hillbillies were loading it on some flatbed. And oh. I'm like, oh well, but I bought that one from him. Yeah, yeah. consolation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You no, it wasn't a consolation. I mean, that's what I was looking. But for. didn't he also have a matching 650 that he sold or or wasn't there yet too? Oh yeah, he had a 652. Oh, yes, yeah. a KLR yeah. that matched this one. Had, yeah, he had a, a Barbie a matching and Ken 650, KLR. but he never got back to me on that Man. one. And uh, I mean, I the, the thing is, I don't want to sell it, right. but. I'm Come on, Steve. old, and <laughs> I don't like to though. kick it. So. And, Steve, you have, <laughs> I have an XT two 26 bikes so. right now. 26? How 26, many bikes do you have? 25. Right? Well, 26 <laughs> with that one. Once that's gone, it's 25. Wait, how many oh, yeah. monkeys do you have? Did you buy the second monkey that you were talking about? No, I was going to buy no, a second a super cub. Yeah. Oh, okay. What about the monkey instead? You bought the monkey instead. Oh, okay. Right. So he's yeah. got the cub and the monkey. That was wise. Shut right. the monkey. First world problems. Which Again. I must say, Steve yeah. brought the monkey by my house the other day. Let yeah. me take it around the block a couple oh, yeah. times. Oh, yeah. What'd you think of this? I've been bit by the monkey bite. You have been? Um, <laughs> yeah, I got a big jungle. Considering he's riding your monkey. Yeah, yeah. well. Yeah. We'll follow. Sorry. Monkey, you should have had yeah, Do you think, is there I do a... need to put a set of good progressive springs on the front, though. On the monkey? Because yeah, you're so fat. my fat ass, yeah, I'm so <laughs> fat. It just... How fat are you? I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. Who said that? It's <laughs> for like 150 pounds. I can't imagine. Yeah. There was never a That's problem with underspringing in the front ends of the original monkey bikes. He <laughs> yeah. said completely well, farcically. That's because there was only <laughs> one inch of suspension. It was one so, inch of travel. Pete, is there a way to define why 
like why a monkey bike makes you want it. Like it, like for no, there's no reason. Like my very first bike. Did you I ever not bought see was, it? No, I know. I'm saying <laughs> I, it looks great and stuff like that. But like, like so many adult men, everybody wants this bike. What ride is the one defining? You see why you I don't want one? Even it's if you so if, fun to ride. If you never it's rode silly. it, it's it's a street legal no, mini bike. I mean, kids, it's like when I ride by little kids, there. little kids scream out, yeah. "Monkey!" And it's so cool. You're talking about the bikes? But I mean... <laughs> oh, no, wow. they're talking about me. You're in your ruckus. What the hell, man? <laughs> so then I no, showed I, him a baboon ass and he <laughs> shut the hell up. I can, I can 100% relate to that. I didn't grow up in the generation that you guys did with... The, you, you had the what do you mean you no, guys? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the fuck? Okay, okay, Grace. Uh, oh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, you guys You're like the silver me. fox over there calling people out. You guys grew up with mini bikes and all the little CTs and all that. That, that was Settle gone down, by the time. Tom Selleck's slightly older mustache. You never had a rough friend bike, right? No. no so, so I mean, I, I, yeah. I've yeah. ridden a couple, you know, friend stuff, and I get it. This would be the most fun. No, nobody, like when we were young, everybody dragged lawnmowers off the, yeah. off the tree lawns. Right. Yeah. Pulled the Briggs and Strat yep. motor out and had mini bikes. Yep. And we would run from the cops. We would just ride around the neighborhood like, <laughs> like scallions. Yeah, or we were a scallions. Rap scallions. Rap scallions. Scallions. We were in the Like lagoons. And the cops would be chasing you everywhere on these things. And like you had Z, like the first bike I rode was a Z50. old Z50. Right. And this bike is, I mean, I had a, in, so my first car was a 2002, a BMW 2002. Right. And when I sat And for the one, children listeners, it was not built in 2002. No, no. <laughs> it was between 69 and yeah. 76. It was a predecessor yeah. to the 3 but, Series BMW. Yes. But when I went to go, I went to buy, like, a few years ago, I went to go buy one. I'm like, this yeah. thing's a piece of shit. Exactly. So it's like not like the new cars. Right. But you buy this bike. Right. I mean, I bought this bike, and it's not like the old bike. No. It looks like the old bike, no. but it's got all the improvements. Mm. So if, like, BMW came out with a yeah. 2002 right. with fuel injection and, right. and, like, a good suspension yeah. and, like, not those stupid like pedals that rock to the floor. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> this would be good. Yeah. This is to monkey bike. What... Modern Beetle is to Old Beetle. Right. Old Beetle, mm-hmm. in our rearview mirror, was amazing. Old Beetle, if you had one today, sucks a vintage yeah. dick. Right. You know? Right. And, you know, just try to get the windshield clear. You know, whatever. Yeah. It but, snows right, in the winter. You turn right. on the, you turn on the blower and right. snow's but, blowing out of the... But that's the thing is, like, <laughs> the new Beetle is better in every possible way, but has the spirit of the old one. Right. You're not allowed to complain, Kevin. You owned a fucking Yugo. <laughs> that was iconic. I wasn't complaining. I was just... You were you were about to levy an argument for the old Beetle. I know you were. There's no <laughs> argument for the old Beetle. But the old Beetle, everyone had one. Everyone right. kind of has yeah. warm, fuzzy feelings about them. But in reality, you're cha- you're checking the valves every 3,000 miles. Yeah. They leaked oil like a sun. Constantly. They had no heat in them. Right. They were underpowered. They were underbraked. Hey, I'm going 72 in my Beetle for about nine seconds more. <laughs> to and then all the spark plugs are going to jump out of it. And it took me three minutes to get up to that speed. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and it was a but that's what's so nice about the monkey. You know, it's like you have, you have the exact same feeling. Like, you get the feeling of being young. I mean, I feel young again. I'm 55. I'm old. I suck. 
<laughs> but when I ride it, I feel like I'm 11. Mm-hmm. You know, so and, and, and we need these bikes, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we need these bikes. But the thing is, it gets great gas mileage, and it sounds so much better than the old. I mean, Do it you, sounds good. Does anybody know what the differences are between a 2018 Kawasaki H2 and a 1973 H2? About a million, okay. But they, yet they, they wear the same name badge. Mm-hmm. But they are not even fucking remotely related on an engineering form, pl- platform. Yet they wear the same extremely iconic name badge. And what is the difference? The old one was literally the Widowmaker. It killed more people than it transported. Right? <laughs> because people watching it would die. So, yeah, but I the new that. one has traction control and ABS and launch control, and it would be kind of, I'm not going to say it's hard to hurt yourself on a new one. Just brakes, fuel injection. Yeah, but it is a kinder, safer, modern vehicle. And it is <clears throat> proportionately more expensive the same way that the modern Volkswagen Beetle is proportionately more expensive than its predecessor, mm-hmm. just like a modern Vespa is not the same paperboy transportation system that a 1962 Vespa was. They're the same. The name is the same, but the quality has gone up immeasurably. Mm-hmm. You're well, no longer riding the cheapest thing. Reliability, you can buy. quality. Yeah. I mean, everything's gone yeah. up. Like fuel economy. Everything's gone up. It'd right. be more analogous with uh, the Z900. Yes. You know what I mean? An old KZ900 versus a new. They, they brought it up. They right. they very much look. They're taking cues Boy, from each other. They sure do look alike. I will say this: I just saw one mm-hmm. in person, yeah. and they look a lot better in a magazine. Yes, like, they do. I got because I, I want to love that bike. I'm kind of like, oh, I really like it. And then I saw one next oh, down the street yeah. here, and I was like, ooh, that tank, the front, the way the front of the tank looks like it was stretched over the frame uh-huh. is nothing like Wait, the nice narrow. Just, the other way around, That's, isn't it? They had the cafe version at the motorcycle show, right? The uh, green and yellow. Yeah, the green, green and white one. Yeah. Well, over here they have root beer and orange. Yeah, root beer and orange, which and, is the um, color everyone I should mean, like. You know, if you look at it from the right angle from the side, it, it kind of looks yeah. right. But when you're looking at the front of it, the tank's so much wider and so much, it just doesn't work for me. It's it interesting. Work. All right. right. It's, yeah. it's like a 96 DR650 versus a 2019 DR650. Ah. I mean, the light years of progression that have been made. <laughs> <laughs> or it would be like the 86 KLR650 versus the uh, 2018 KLR. For real? Oh, wait, they're the same. Oh. Fuck! <laughs> hey, still not fuel injection. And still guys. not modern. <laughs> And still okay. How is that working? <laughs> it's still fine. It's great. It's okay. Bike it's a great bike. The uh, but yeah, that's a KLR two fifty. We got it for sale. It's here. Um, if anybody needs to have Don Johnson's motorcycle, uh, we got it. It's right here. Uh, you can uh, you can absolutely ditch ditch the zero. Get with the hero on the bike that was. And by the way, totally street legal. Two hundred and fifty cc play bike. That's great, you know. And we haven't figured out what price tag we're going to put on it yet, but we're going to come up with something. It'll be cheap. It'll be like Chinese scooter cheap. Dang. Yeah. It'll be something where people are going to be like... Japanese reliability. And, (laughs) right, and proper made in Japan. Like like real proper Japan. Like not Thailand, not not somewhere... Malaysia. Malaysian, right, exactly. Right. If that's anything like my DR250, which yeah. was a Barbie color, mm. DR, yes. white, white oh, and yeah. pink and purple. White, pink and purple. Yeah. yeah. You know, it'd be, yeah, it'd be very it. capable on-road, off-road, yep. everything. Like, you could do 70 mile an hour on it. I mean, it's stretching it, but well, it doesn't want to do it all day long. But I took it on the high plenty of times. Tuck in behind the speedometer. In the woods. Yeah. In the woods. 
did everything, plenty of suspension and stuff like that. Not wow. extremely exciting yeah. as far as power delivery with a 254 stroke of that era. Yeah. You know, but yeah, you get a wheelie out. This is a, like and this that. is an overhead cam four valve motor. It's yeah. going to go it's behind my ginger Pretty fair evaluation. Your ginger brother. Yeah. Yeah. That Chinese yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's I mean, right. If you wanted to go for a good trail ride, I mean, that's the, 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 the how, how, what's it weigh? Two, three hundred pounds? I, I pushed around. It weighs nothing. Yeah. Four ounces. Yeah. The only yeah. problem that it, most people it weighs would have less than is the height. Those are pretty, those are still pretty tall. Like they, like newer, newer models. I sat on it and it was like, I was just like, yep, this is exactly. I, years ago, we went out to an event on the east side, you know, 25, 30 miles away, and a guy that was working for me, the mechanic at the time, had the burgundy one. Mm-hmm. You remember oh, the burgundy yeah. and silver yeah, one, the yeah. burgundy and gray one? Oh. He had the burgundy and gray one, and I was clicking along on a KLR 650, and he passed me hard at 80 miles an hour on a KLR 250. Mm-hmm. So, you know. He's just a lot of purple, man. It will do it. <laughs> Wrong, though. It'll I make love it purple. I, want I just noticed the frame was purple. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the, there's a lot of purple and teal on that bike. Yeah. I right? hate to say this, yeah. but we, we're, we're like, what is this? May, no. April, May, June, July. Yeah. I'd hold on to it for two and a half more months and take it to vintage days, and you'll oh, have fuck, yeah. you'll have guys oh, go like that. Yeah. You'll yeah. And it's a '95. Bunch of bike is. So it's yeah. one year away from being a historical vehicle. So it's one birthday that. away from being. Nobody's going to care though. Place. You drag that thing there, and they're going to. They're no, no. I meant for the owner to be able to buy one oh, license yeah, plate yeah, yeah, for the, yeah, rest the rest of time. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. Yeah. yeah, it's well, one count. It's twenty fifty. Right. Only good for fifty years. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's only good for fifty. Oh, wait, did they move that though? Is it always twenty fifty, or is it? No, 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 no. Two thousand nineteen. Twenty six. Like at two fifty, at twenty fifty, it's like Y two K for motorcycle license. Your license is expired. I'm sorry. All of the historical vehicles must turn in their plates now. <laughs> we clean house anyway. once every century. Well, you said the 2050, and I've seen the 2050, and I'm like, is it always? I think it's 50 years. In our it's 50 outlines, years. I know that the, yeah. the three I have right. all expire in 2050. <gasps> really? I need to check. Uh, I have check. Them them different wow. years. You know why? Different you know why? Because they've ex- figured I'm going to expire. Well, bitch is going to get raptured up by that point. That's why we run out of gas. That's why we run out of gas. I will be getting a vintage plate soon. I'm going to take special notes. What? Yeah, I got a bunch of them. I get them all the time. I don't even look at them. Mm. I mean, I'll be... I've, I've completely lost track. If I don't write what the bike is on the back of the plate at this point, I fucking lose well, track. Well, there's going to be in 2050, so cruising along. Right. 2051 coming If I get pulled over someday on a motorcycle and the cop says, exactly what type of Toyota is this, I'm going to have to take his word for it. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm slapping shit all over the place. Well, check this out, though. This might change your mind. So yeah. I just I just watched this whole thing about this, and it's happening a lot down in the south, and I don't think it's made it here yet. But the cops down south now, yeah. like in uh, North Carolina stuff, have a computer on their dash that'll read the license plate, and it comes up whether or not you have insurance. Well, Jay, we've had that in Cleveland. Yeah, this happened to me in yeah. Beachwood the other day. Yeah, yeah. They, got put in jail. But so this dude was saying that they like park robot cop cars. All he he just paid his yeah. insurance bill, yeah. you know, whatever. But somehow right. there was a glitch in the system. Yeah. They wouldn't hear it. He got his car towed. He was five hours from home. They towed his car. They and because it was in the system, it right. made his legal registration illegal. Right. So now you have to go and petition and pay fees for that. And then at the end of it, they right. said that it wasn't matching up, and he was facing a year in jail, and he had to go and, and actually go to court over this. Yeah. So right. I'm just like, if you get confused with all your different plates and stuff, that could be a real interesting. It is an extraordinarily difficult debate, and that is why there is a certain amount of good prudent judgment to the Ohio law that says if you've transferred six titles 
in less than a year, it might be time for you to get a dealership license. Mm-hmm. But they won't then, let you get one, though. <laughs> they won't let you get one. They won't oh, let me get it's one. It's a pain they in the butt that all the hoops are jumped through. No, they, they require you to have X amount of showroom yep. yes. square footage. Yes. They require you to have X amount of parking lot. Yes. One desk, one chair. Like there, and I can't goes get down. it. I've been through, and imagine yeah. that. I had one. Because it has to be asphalt or concrete. Have you seen my old shop at West 122nd Lorraine that is... Julio Iglesias oh. Christian Church mm-hmm. on the corner of 122nd and yeah. Don't Rob Me. Like, that was our first shop, and we had a motor vehicle dealer's license. So, should I try to apply? Again? I don't know. I'm with you on this one. Right. I have a consultant that I could. Uh, would you like to have dealer? Would you like to have dealer plates and one insurance policy for the rest of your life? Well, that's what I want. Okay. Because I have time for you to become plates. Time for you to become Stephen Hofford LLC. I already yeah. have. Yeah, I know. There's one second. Yeah. I mean, I already right. have an LLC. Yeah, so we'll discuss. Do they, do they check up to see if you actually LLC. sell anything? Because <laughs> if you just buy all the time, right? Oh, no, there are... there are The books are full of dealers who fail to thrive. I was going out of business for 18 years. Most right, of them do fail to thrive. Exactly. Yeah, but, but, right. so, and I looked into that because, I mean... Do you I want to know the madness is year policy. one, until they know mm-hmm. how many bikes you're going to sell or cars you're going to sell? I shouldn't be talking about this, but... But it's true. Year one, until they know how many bikes or cars you're going to sell, you can request 12 dealer plates. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. And then the next year, <laughs> that would be totally the next awesome. year when they see how many vehicles have been titled under your license number, under yeah. your dealer license number, then they go like, okay... You gotta turn in nine of those plates. <laughs> Turns out you're not ready for the big boy pants. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, and and that's the that's way it great. works. And it's also, I decided there was a period of time when I owned like what do I have now four, four trailers, right? So four trailers. So putting a license plate on each one of four trailers costs dollars. Right, there's money. I, I have one trailer plate for all my trailers. Well, that's that's yeah. that's a, that's a thing you can do too. Yeah. Right. But what well, I, I didn't did, say that though, because I really I became have. I became a trailer dealer. <laughs> it's too late. So it cost me twenty seven dollars to become a trailer dealer. <laughs> so for the cost too. of being a trailer dealer, I have you know like some trailer dealer plates. So there are things. I mean, look, guys. The rules are meant for people who are willing to follow them without any sort of creativity. If you're a creative person, you'll find that there are other avenues by which you can achieve the same goal. Well, I look at it like, how many bikes can I ride at one time? Yeah. One. One. Well, and if more, I know I can only sell like five or six, right? Five or six? Yeah. A year? Oh, dude, six but, is the number. But they're right. happy to let me buy 20. Of course, you can buy as many as you want. But I can't sell But you can't sell. Yeah, which right. is ridiculous. Because, Again. True. I mean, what happens if you sell six? You, you become a dealer. You're a dealer. Yeah. Yeah. They force you to be a dealer, but I can't become well, a dealer. Well, they don't become a, They don't force you to become a dealer. You can't. They won't let you process another title. Number seven. Yeah. Oh. Number seven. Yeah. Right? Because at that point, they're like, hey, you it's, really should be a dealer. It's a now, do they look yeah. at it like, so like, Huh. No, not yeah. say somebody I'm like the four him right now. I'm four for souls. Somebody like him speaking. passes away. Right? How do you think I had to get a? Why do you think I had to become a dealer in the very first place? I mean, the reason I would have been very happy to be under a rock that nobody knew about, right. paying no taxes, living a life, 
floating titles like a madman and like existing as we do. But there were situations in my world back in the, you know, previous century where I couldn't, I could no longer just simply float a title through. I had to actually change the title to my name to satisfy the person who was selling it or to close out a loan or something else mm. that the bike had. So I did title six or seven vehicles within a six-month period. Go ahead. Can you get vanity dealer plates? No, you can't. <laughs> vanity uh, get the number they get. <laughs> no, but yeah. seriously, a widow, a, widow, a husband yeah. dies, or a female, yeah. that, whatever, right. whoever's yeah, into yeah, bikes, yeah. Yeah. and now you have an estate sale because this woman needs money, and he had, he had a collection of 30 bikes. Right. They won't allow that person to sell the bikes. Hold on. Uh, that person can sell the bikes, and they can transfer title to whoever the court appoints as duly, the duly appointed executor of the estate. That's fine. But we are also getting into the point where you're finding a, a problem for every solution. Right right right, 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 right. Okay, so at that point, you burn that bridge when you come to it. Right. If we want to sit here and debate happenstance or whatever, mm. again, we'll discuss your six-foot dick problems when you got a six-foot dick. Right? But in the meantime, <laughs> you piss with the dick God gave you, right? I got right. five and a half. So yeah, I you piss with the dick you got, and yeah. that's all you deal. with the center And... Okay, well, I, I need to talk yeah. to you about that because... Yeah. It would be nice be to be able to, to get a dealer license. Yes. Because... What do I need to license 22 motorcycles? You don't. I can only ride one at a time. <laughs> and there are other states in the world that would give you a collector oh, plate where you would have your vehicles <laughs> and you would have a collector plate and then you would have a plate number and then a sequential number going up to the number of units you own. <laughs> Right? Yeah, which would be fine. That would be like Wisconsin does that. Other states do that. Oh, so you can <laughs> put it on whatever vehicle you're driving that day? Eh, it's a little different than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. But the idea is you have one essential plate number, like a dealer has an essential plate number, uh, and then you have a consecutive number of plates that are assigned to your collection. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's the way that goes. But there's really... Hey, that's not a good... The, uh, there's really... When it comes down to the people that do want to transfer title on X team bikes per year, the state at some point is going to say an ambiguous number had to be chosen mm. to say... This is more than just a hobby. You may be a fucking addict. Right. Right? So that's how, that's how they do it. Just and, chip it's a state-sponsored self-help. It might be that, <laughs> and it also might be preventing Billy Joe Jim Bob from opening up a completely illegal dealership in his driveway mm. where it's not so much of a thing today. But remember, we have blue laws that prevent us from selling cars on Sundays. Really? Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's my hottest day. Look, I really did not know that. Yeah, like we live in a culture. What we have to do is remember when a lot of these laws were written. It was the t the twenties or the thirties or the forties mm. or the fifties, and the idea being that when car dealerships first started being something that needed to be regulated, a car was an astronomically expensive item compared to how much money you made in a year. Kind of like now. Well, okay. You're only going to buy a $40,000 pickup truck. That might be 50% of your income for the year or more. Or 100%. Okay, right. <laughs> right. So when you have somebody who has the ability to take that much money from you, right. we want to regulate that guy. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay? It makes sense, it makes sense with the alcohol laws, though, in dealership. Because, well, yeah, you're not allowed to have any alcohol right. in a motor vehicle dealership at all. Ever. Period. Ever. No, none. Zero. At all. It's illegal. To have alcohol in a motor vehicle dealership. Amen. That's right why on. we always drink spring water. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, our tea. Right. But, but that's yeah. during business hours. Right? We don't want. <laughs> no? What? Yeah. I thought I did a good enough job. Okay. <laughs> All right. Right. Right.
Do you want to stab the assholes? Do you want to make it a fucking challenge? I thought I sold it quite nicely. Yeah, you did. You did. You got to trot that bitch out and kick it in the face. Huh? Right. Coupons, Let's man. make it personal. He always grabs a hand of sand and. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the old badge. Is your pussy hurt? Oh, handful of sand. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, hey, I wanted to talk to you guys about vintage motorcycles, and sometimes uh, we try to fix things. Yeah. Right? Occasionally, a customer comes in that needs us to fix something. <laughs> <laughs> and the funniest thing is no other motorcycle shop in our area will work on anything that's over 15 years old. And, uh, and most of them won't work on anything over 10. You're right. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. And What won't you work on? We're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> no, you did, you, you turned away a couple of Chinese. Yeah, scooters. I've turned away more than my share of Chinese scooters. Okay. So yeah, we yeah, have done true. a lot. Yeah, it's not because of the year, though. No, absolutely no, not. it's just because of Chinesium, Chinesium, yeah. metallurgy, etc. You didn't even turn away the Goldwing that was having steering problems because this whole thing was. Remember, it was like so loose that we have worked on some, and I we've fixed, also worked on some shit out of sympathy too. Yeah. I fixed right. that weed whacker powered handicap tricycle one. That handicap tricycle. Don't tell me what you will. Yeah. It depends on how cold it is outside. <laughs> yeah, it depends on what month it is. If it has, if it's a month that has the word "burr" in it, <laughs> like October, November, yeah, right. and December, right. yeah, we'll work on some shit. Bring it in. What about brew? Hell on. Yeah, <laughs> Cleveland Moto and implements. That's true. I get a. There's some. Somebody somewhere has associated our business with lawnmower service and repair, oh, and it's like a Angie's List kind of thing. Oh, and so we have a representative from one of these Angie's List companies. He says we have a valued customer in North Royalton that needs you to service their Toro lawn sculpting device, right? <laughs> and we're like, all right, yeah, no, but we're usually like, well, we don't service lawn implements. In the summer months, I would totally consider setting up the uh, mobility scooter arm of Cleveland Moto someday. I mean, like I've got candidate one for you if you'd like to work on it. Cleveland Moto and mobility, I I can work on those. I've got one literally sitting out there with my mom. Yeah, I have a stack of them. Well, I've got one that needs to be serviced, and it's a Code Eight, which means it's having a controller problem. But it has two brand new batteries in it, and it's a anyway. I digress. So, so, um. How many people in here have ever rebuilt a master cylinder? Oh, okay. uh, that's about half the hands. Right, yeah. And so, you know, what you do, you, you buy a kit, right? And the kit usually comes with some O-rings, right? And it, uh, it, it may come with a spring if you're lucky. Um, those kits, as much as I'd like to be optimistic, those kits do usually come from China. Uh, and they don't always work and in fact (laughs) i can tell you from my own personal experience and also being a guy that's kind of in the shop when these things happen that i would say that rebuilding a 40 year old master cylinder has got about a 30 percent success rate go ahead john i like to restore them is what i is what i call what i do right do you hone the bore or sleeve it sort of do you sleeve the bore no. <laughs> right. That's the way to do it. If you want it to last, put a stainless steel sleeve in there. <laughs> All right. Oh, really? There's, there's companies the that make it. You're going to overdrill it. You put a sleeve in there. Modern KTMs. Right. Exactly. Typical right. problem. If you have a vintage motorcycle and you're considering putting more than one hour 
worth of time mm -hmm. and a $32 rebuild kit mm -hmm. into restoring your master cylinder pump. <laughs> and your motorcycle is, at this point, let's just call it a Honda, but I can also clue you in that they do them for Yamahas and Suzuki's too. A company that we've been playing with and throwing money at casually for about 40 years is called Emgo. Oh, yeah. And Emgo established a base of operations in Taiwan when everyone was still lovingly looking at Japan. Oh. And Emgo has been producing a remarkable range of affordable parts. If your motorcycle is too loud and you need it to be quieter and you don't want to spend $1,200, Emgo's got a thing for that. And Emgo mufflers are just dead cheap. A lot of Emgo stuff is way better than it is from China. Like, a lot of things that I have purchased that are Emgo, mirrors, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Napoleon bar and mirrors, which people used to freak out about Napoleon bar and mirrors, because the real Napoleon mirrors, they were 200 bucks a set. Emgo built a copy of it 40 years ago. That was like, you couldn't tell. That's I think if anybody knows the name Emgo, it's yeah. probably from mirrors. It they, is. Like, I mean, yeah. all kinds of mirrors. Uh, mufflers, yeah. mufflers are great. I mean, yeah. the, the chrome no, I know. is as good as the original chrome. On oh, them. way better than the original Honda chrome. It holds up. I've never seen it flake off. I mean, yeah. they, they work But I mean, really if you're nice. just a casual, like, motorcycle yeah. enthusiast and you broke a mirror, you probably were like, you probably oh, the OEM is Emgo. $97 and Emgo is 19 yeah. uh, Okay. Exactly. And it's right. identical. And yeah. you can't beat the Emgo bullet fairing, little cool Emgo Vipers. Yeah, been around. The forever. Emgo Viper fairing is timeless. You couldn't they couldn't have filmed Mad Max without it. Like, <laughs> it's a, that's an integral part of motorcycle history is the Emgo Viper. And we've sworn by a mirror, and that is one of those things. We used to make fun of Dixie International here in Cleveland. Like, you know, we made fun of Dixie because it was kind of like this long in the tooth motorcycle supply company that used to be called Superior Motorcycle Supply because it was on Superior here in Cleveland. They pulled up stakes and moved down to Columbus and renamed themselves Dixie because they moved south. Get it? And their mascot was a little Confederate soldier guy with a saber riding around on a motorcycle. Like, that's her straight yeah, up their nice. mascot. It was, again, we talked about casual racism right. uh, earlier, but that company, you know, so we teased Dixie, but then Dixie went away and everybody cried a giant tear. But they didn't help keep them alive while they were alive. Right, right? Right. They, everybody quit buying shit from Dixie because it wasn't cool to have 60s and 70s motorcycles anymore. But they burned and melted down hundreds of tons of Harley-Davidson parts <laughs> that were manufactured in this horrible little country called Japan when it wasn't cool to buy things that were made in Japan. Now, MGO was the same way with Taiwan. And the amazing thing about those, why I bring this up, is a rebuild kit that may or may not solve your problem on your 40-year-old master cylinder pump on your 1973 Honda CB750. All of those 60s, 70s, and early 80s bikes kind of use the same master cylinder pump. They're pretty much the same. If you've ever looked down and found a round thing looking back at you, that's probably the unit we're talking about. Or interchangeable with that plunger yeah. is about the same in every single one. It's seriously the packing is almost identical. In every Plus, they do one. the same thing. Yep, and, and all it is is a hydraulic pump. You got mm -hmm. it. And for the cost of the rebuild kit, which is from China, 
because I've checked. For the cost of the rebuild kit, you can buy the entire goddamn assembly. The entire pump. So the whole thing that your hand interacts with, the lever, the lever, if you buy a replacement a fucking right there. lever, I've seen the levers go for 30 bucks. Yeah, that's worth it because, yep. I mean, I've spent hours mm-hmm. just trying to get the piston out of yeah. it, you know what yep. I mean? Like, yep. literally, uh, you know, and I had a couple that were special that uh, you couldn't probably get through there that were yep. a rear master cylinder that yep. I literally drilled a hole into oh, it God, and yeah. then ran a, you know, drywall screw into that and then, like, and then <laughs> heated it and then beated it and finally, you know, it shot across the room and yay! Now I've got this really crappy thing to try to clean up. And there's and nothing you can do with it. I mean, I... Yeah. I did it. You eventually... I eventually, you yeah. know, willed it into existence. And after your 13th hour of labor... Exactly. Right. Well, I would have yeah. gladly just traded 30 bucks for a brand new one. And this is the idea. Well, so, go ahead. Another thing you mentioned, you mentioned the seals and all that, yeah. but... I don't know if anyone's mentioned this yet, but some of these are in horrible condition. The pitting that happens oh my God. Well, when they sit. This is I mean, what I'm saying. I mean, like it's, but you, oh, you yay, mentioned it's a. Can you get it apart? Right. Can you get it torn apart? Which right. has been ridiculous in some of the cases I've done. Can you hone it? Once past you the get depth it, of the once pits. you get it apart, right. now yeah. you've got to get it clean right. inside. Get the little holes open. I'm telling you, I mean, I've had a few it's of them. Been. Yeah. I've been able to save every one of them, but right. it's taken a lot of effort. How many hours is your life worth to save a thirty-six dollar? That's what I'm looking. Well, let me ask you four so part numbers know. here that fit yeah. all these listed Hondas yeah. that are from say 1970 through the mid 80s. And if you contact them, and I'm going to give you guys the number because I think we should throw these people some business. Uh, this is just one page. I've been to their website. I've been working with this company for years. This is a page. This is just there to get your attention because a lot of people own old Hondas. But they have got Yamaha parts, Suzuki parts, Kawasaki parts, the whole deal. And I do want to throw them a little love because I have saved 100 hours of my life at least by taking a customer's 30 or you know 20. And yes, they make square master cylinders too for you guys who have interceptors and shit, you know, and, you know, Magnus from the 80s. The ones look so much better. I know, yeah, but but they are different, but they do make, yeah, go ahead. I just want to say Banjo Bolt, because I like to say Banjo Bolt. Banjo Bolt. That's nice. (laughs) Can we say Trunnion? I love the word Trunnion. Who's going to say Petcock? So do you think that this is all happening because, like, like the muscle car era, 50s and 60s, right? It took until, like, the late... 80s, 90s, and really 90s, yeah. 2000s, to all these companies started doing repops and fenders and repaint, what else? Oh, got? you can build a Malibu out of a Cadillac. Out of a Cadillac, right. Yeah. So right. do you think that like the vintage bikes now are to the point where, I know there's a few companies for like the, the H1s and the stuff right. like that that can sell you a set of painted tins that you can oh, yeah. get for 1200 bucks. Right. Do you think that this is like the foresight of what's coming, where they're going to be like? No, because these cats have been doing this for thirty years. No, but I'm, I'm saying, aware. but like, is this a trend? Like, do you think we're going to start seeing more of this? If this and- is a trend, these guys don't care about the trend. Right. <laughs> but these are Jordash. I don't yeah. think I don't think this is a trend, in so much as I haven't seen. You know, Dime City Cycles came out and produced a lot of parts out of Chineseium that are UJB parts that fit on. Mm-hmm. You know, an XS650, but, right. but also fit on a CV750, but also fit on a CV350. So the idea being that economy of scale, that one part can fit on like nine different... Hence the term UJB, dude. Right. You know? Go ahead, Jeff. Also, 
Americans aren't the only people in the world. They have a, a worldwide <laughs> Ooh, market. No. What? Exactly. They, right. you know, yeah. their, their domestic right. market alone right. is probably enough to keep them in business, no problem. Yeah. They just happen to make this stuff, and they might as well also sell it here right. because they, you know, it, it has a market here. It does. And that's the big and – and as far as I'm concerned, with this particular company, um, why I really like them is consistently the quality of their stuff has been – better than the quality of the 40-year-old Japanese part I'm working on. Mm. So a lot of times when I buy something like the aforementioned people that have recently cashed in on, right. like the Cafe Racer Craze or what have you, mm -hmm. when I'm going to install those bar-end mirrors that come from, you know, whoever it might be, mm -hmm. and I go to put more than two pounds of torque on it, everything rounds off because they're made of cheesy, Jeez. you know? Right, right. Whereas this stuff, it seems to be able to take torque. Too bad they don't have the thirty dollar uh, CB seven fifty caliper too. Right, that's, that, yeah, that's that another, would be. Although that might be project, that might be coming. But if you do look, they do have a rebuild kit for that unobtainium caliper. Oh, yeah, I want so. the. If you can give me the whole caliber and I don't have to sit there and play around pressing the mm -hmm. get the get the piston out Absolutely. and deal with all the corrosion yep. and trying to smooth mm -hmm. that out. Yeah, it would be a great just thing. Chuck it. New so go to their, just change, so, change the fluid in that thing. Well, yeah. Well, the okay. problem is I didn't own it. For I was going to say, no. <laughs> if I would own it, the <laughs> why didn't they change the fluid? Is that in your garage? You at least change the fluid in your caliper. Go ahead and give them the contact information. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Uh, How do you change the fluid in your caliper? No, you have to drain your whole brake system. There you go. Yeah. How about just bleeding it though? At least I mean, you can at least do. You know, bleed it a little bit, bleed it a little bit, fill it up. Bleed it well, that's what I do. I open, I, would, the, I open the bleeder through, the fluid through, and I and I just run it through until it comes clear out the. Like I have to let any air get in. A gravity. Yeah, yeah. How often do you do that as well? I do it every three years. Every once as in a while. As soon as it feels most right. Most, if you look in your owner's manual, most places recommend every two years. Oh, then I'm. I don't I, have I, many I that change I don't have many that aren't that I didn't have to clean to begin with. And so I really don't do a periodic maintenance on because they were drained and cleaned and everything like that. So, but what do you think the life expectancy of brake fluid is? I mean, what? I mean, it's probably five to ten years. But if you do it every three, I think, or two You're or probably three, 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 you probably get away. I think if Phil were here, he would think? say something like. Well, it's not that the brake fluid actually breaks down, but it collects moisture, Correct. and you can get <laughs> so you can get moisture. Thing, I think it's a sealed system, right? I mean, outside of yeah, yeah, heat there's, still there's, there's, still there's, sure. there's always a vent in your in your cap. You know, otherwise right. it would hydrolock. So. Correct, but I mean, even then, like, how much are we talking? You're, you're, who said three to what, five years? But what seems it does to be... is it breathes too. Every time you use it, goes true. It's, true. It's you can see because it. Goes from clear to like yellow. Oh, to yeah. brown. But do you think? But does that have anything to do with? So then, turning cycles? to dried out plastic over right. a thirty-year life Three to, three to five years of what? Of the use <laughs> like, because like, it doesn't matter if it's sitting or if it's being used. Do, it's still exposed to the air. After five like years, if you haven't ridden the bike in five years, do you think that brake fluid's going to change to dark? Don't you think it would have something to do with the heat That's cycles of it going back? It's open to the air, so it's breathing. I mean, it's still breathing. It's like that lady's gold wing. Well, we could talk about that. Just like she has in your tank. That lady's gold wing. That lady's gold wing sat there. So do you think it didn't? Nothing happened to it because it wasn't run. It'll breathe. It'll breathe. It'll breathe it's through barometric pressures, right? Yeah, yeah, heating, yeah, yeah, cooling, yeah. and everything. It's slow respiration over a long Expansion period of time. Expansion and contraction. Okay. So, has that so effect on Think about days like liquids. yesterday and today. We're here in Cleveland. It was so damp. I mean, you, it was like oh, clouds man. everywhere, like yeah. at ground level. 
that moisture is getting in there. Yeah, moist. Yeah. So <laughs> look, at, look at your disc. Look at your disc brakes on your car. If you right. let it sit for two days, yeah. they're rusted. One day. I mean, if it's yeah. raining, it's wet. I yeah, overnight kind of thing. It's just because so I mean, the disc, yeah. the, I mean, the fluid. Like if you're hammering your brakes, like you're like heavy on your front brakes all the time, and it turns and stuff, and yeah. you're like sort of like racer boy stuff. You think yeah. your your brake fluid's getting cooked up a little bit? Well, I mean, heat is a factor with yeah. brake fluid. I mean, that's why I it's, hope so. That's why it's silicone. That's right. why. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> right? I mean, so if you're if right. you're riding like like an idiot and you're just hammering your brakes all the time, you think I you would know? just here's my basic rule of thumb. is real simple. If I own a motorcycle and I haven't put brake fluid in it in the past five years, it's time. Then it's fucking time. Yeah, right. And brake fluid, they have not figured out a way to make it so expensive <laughs> that I can't afford a fucking it's, pint of it's it. It's almost like putting dirt in there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cheaper than milk. Yeah, right. So, fuck it. You know, it uh, really if you want to be take... real quick about it, just yeah. take a rag and stuff it in yeah. there and soak it all yeah. up. Yeah. Fill it back up and then bleed it a little yeah. bit and then fill I, it back up again. You're done. It does not take yeah. much. I agree with you, John. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're talking, you know, but don't do it on a BMW with anti-lock brakes. Anything with two anti-lock. Sec- yeah, anti-lock brakes are the whole totally different. And what's the rule on anti-lock brakes? The rule on anti-lock brakes is don't ever, ever empty it all the way. Right. Don't ever empty it all the way. If you want to make your life truly fucking hell, and you are not Johnny Brake Tech, and you do not own all of Johnny Brake Tech's tools, yes, and you're punter in the garage, you're going to do yourself a favor one day, because Phil said to change a brake fluid every five years, and, and the fucking ABS brakes on your BMW were working just fine until you changed your brake fluid, and now uh, i got warning lights everywhere. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, asshole. Because it turns out I'm not a BMW technician. Not me. You. Um, what I'm saying is... Yeah, the do way it. that you can skip all this shit is to do 90% of a transfusion. Get your turkey baster out if you're that kind of person. If you don't have one, your girlfriend does. Don't Not ask her why. Has one, I'm sure. What's that? He has a turkey baster. But the point being, go out and you can literally go into your master Wait, fluid I'll reservoir drain the, and you can drain car. it. Not in my car. With, <laughs> drain it and replace it with new fluid. Then... Pump your brakes. And it will now cycle in with the old fluid that's in the line. And now turkey baster it again. For the grand investment of like seven ounces of fluid, on the third try around, you're like 90% new fluid. Another yeah. reason for like ch- yeah. cracking your bleeder mm-hmm. once every three years will keep it from getting stuck. Jesus Christ. I mean, how many of us have had broken off yeah. bleeders and had to drill yeah. them out? And, yeah. and it's a nightmare. And that'll it's kill your, that's one good good way to have to buy a new I caliber. put NICs on mine. Well, of course you do. But the guy Steve. who owned it before you didn't. <laughs> so true. you're Johnny Maintenance, but the guy mm-hmm. you bought it before was Johnny Rotten. There's no goddamn way to guarantee that your bike's going to be cool if well, you keep I, buying these old bikes. Well, when I've had no money right. in cars, right. I've cut the lines and crimped them off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've had 26 feet of neoprene brake line on several of my old cars a brake because bleeder, of Cleveland. Yeah. A, uh, when you're taking uh, loosening a brake bleeder, it's never a good time to go for it. Right. It's, it's never a good time it, to go for it. If you put it apply to force, yeah. don't go for it. Heat, don't heat go chemicals, for it. and time. Plus, yes. buy the special wrenches that are slit. Yeah. Yes. Then you slide over the brake line. Line bite a lot down. better. I use a deep well socket on Man. my bleeder, but yeah. okay, we could do that too. No, he's talking about lines. No, I mean oh, lines. lines. No, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm sorry. There brake are brakes. Oh, they yeah. make, a, they make yeah. one that's uh, like yeah, strangely enough, but there are specific yeah, tools for brake lines. Yeah. There are. And there are specific. And, and if you look it up, there's a specific tool for everything. And if you have Instagram, 
you'll find that somebody on Instagram is taking all the tools that existed when my dad was a child, like a nut splitter that you know you, oh, you yeah. put on the nut <laughs> and crank it and yeah. cut through the nut. <laughs> like that was my grandfather thought that was a cool tool when the dinosaur sold him the first one. And now they're on Instagram as being like, this new invention is going to save you all kinds of time in your garage. It's called a wrench. Dude, you, <laughs> just, you just blew yeah. my mind because, like, when my dad passed away, I inherited all his tools. Yeah. And he had he worked at TRW for 45 years. Oh, he had brake line tools. tons of tools. Yeah, hydraulic, yeah. hydraulic tools are totally yep. different. So like, but I was yeah. like, what the hell are these wrenches for? Because I had noticed the little thing in it. I, had, I didn't even yeah, think. Yeah, that's, that's why that's my dad would goal. yell at me when I grabbed those things to go out and tighten the fucking wheel on my axle on my bicycle. <laughs> right, right. My dad would be like, oh, it's a fucking line tool. That's yeah. a line yeah. wrench. Are you fucking kidding me? You're going to go out and work thick, on your Huffy with that? It's <laughs> a thick box end with a slit. Yeah, that's yeah. at least 20% more than a regular wrench. I had no idea what well, the more important that, thing was... It just all clicked. Well, yeah. the real problem is the nine-year-old would lose it, something. and then my dad would be under a car for a customer <laughs> and not have the, the tool that his nine-year-old lost because he's working on his fucking huffy. You know? Fred and butter. Right. So that's a real deal. It's like when you need a 916th brake line tool, a regular open and ain't going to get the job done. That's what he gets for buying you a huffy. Well, again, <laughs> he didn't buy it. We garbage picked it. Let's be honest. Right <laughs> yeah, we were most most of our stuff when we were kids. The Huffies got garbage, garbage picked. Yeah. The All Pros, those were bought. Yeah. Yeah. You could buy the Sears All Pro, but the Huffies <laughs> were garbage picked. And if you had a yeah. Hush Freestar, you lived in Seoul and ah, or clearly, Hudson. yeah, billionaires, yeah. 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 exactly. So that's a thing. So the contact information for all you guys that have been fucking suffering through this for the past twenty five minutes, <laughs> um, <laughs> we are still recording, right? Okay. Uh, so. It's called MGO. EMGO. No, no one's listening anymore. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know what? I got an email from our listener, and uh, they said that uh, gonna, they told us to keep doing it. Uh, www.mgo.com. E-M-G-O. E-M-G-O.com, and that's C-O-M. E-M-G-O. Or you can call them directly, which apparently millennials are averse to, um, is 770-944-944. Three five three two. That number again is Wisconsin nine. No seven seven zero nine four four thirty five thirty two. But what if you're in the, it. So what are those don't numbers for? What's that? <laughs> what are those numbers? What are those for? numbers for? <laughs> what, what if you're in what the Klondike? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. carries a complete line of expendables too. I mean, oil filters. Uh, you know. Here's what I'm going to assure you: is it's the blue and yellow label, right? Yeah. From a person that has been doing this for a long time. MGO stuff is pretty fucking solid. Yeah. Here's a question. Can, can Joe Average buy from MGO? Or yeah, so mm-hmm. how you buy from MGO is really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the game. You're going to call there and you're going to be like, um, I've been to your website and I've, I've downloaded your PDF and I've looked at the catalog you printed two years ago and <laughs> I would like to purchase nine things out of it. They don't have prices. And MGO is going to say, where do you live? And you're going to say, Saskatoon. And they're going to say, talk to Harry Balsack's motorcycle shop. They're an MGO dealer. Hmm. Cool. And you're going to call Harry. Call Harry, and he's (laughs) going to put you in touch with your parts. Wow. So somebody that actually respects the dealers that they sell to? Weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost like 100 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's why we like MGO, right? So you're an MGO dealer. Uh, If you're a Parts Unlimited dealer, you're an MGO dealer. Oh, okay. Which is to say, That's a yes. if you're not an MGO dealer, turn in your toolbox. So MGO is right. not on Amazon and on no. eBay selling oh, their no, shit no, for twenty five dollars less than you can get a dealer. There are dealers all over the place. Yeah, if you're right. uncreative, 
Right. If you're a shit sniffer, like if you don't know what's going on in the world, <laughs> and you're just like, I oh, eBay, fuck, right, 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 right. you can go on eBay and you can buy Mgo shit, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you can buy it; right. it's there. You're gonna pay too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you go down to see Harry, you know, Ballsack and Junior Ballsack and a little Ballsack <laughs> and support those people trying to run their business, all Harry get... Ballsack, I'm a shit sniffer. <laughs> right, exactly. You're gonna be better off going like through and film a Ballsack, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Phil McCrevice will deal with yeah. you directly. Right uh, do it. Again, this is kind of goes back to if you support your local dealer, then they might be, be able to support you. That. And they'll be in business. And you I, have something to go to. Dude, and I everyone gave, stays yeah. in business. It's a whole thing. It's not I just gave away three deal. hours of tech support today for absolutely fucking free. Three hours I was on the phone today because it was raining outside. They couldn't bother to leave their caves. Mm. Now, I gave away three hours of tech support. Now, I made sure at least 75% of that was accurate. Yeah, you know, just keep my average <laughs> little work. <laughs> what was yeah. the sign? Maybe that's it, the problem. It's too accurate. In the 60s, maybe. Oh, that might be my new website. There like, you go. <laughs> <laughs> www.mgofuckyourhat. Uh, One size fits all. We did get a fucked up two-star review today. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. man. I'll turn to three. I know. I was <laughs> drunk last night when I posted. That. <laughs> I was going to leave a one. But. <laughs> but we got a two-star review, no and I did look at the person who left us a review. Now, first of all, they're not a customer. Uh, shocking. Oh, yeah. Shocking, shocking. Fact. Second of all, maybe you, he, should, maybe you should have picture a lot more. <laughs> this, person, this person has left about 31 other reviews. Does his friend own a KZ-1000? Damn. Call him out. I might have earned that one. Uh, but, but of his other 25 or 30 reviews in the area, he left a two-star review for Sunrise Park. What is that? It's a, it's a park. park. It's a community park. <laughs> it's a park. I it's thought a, it was an assisted living. Sunrise Park. No, no. He left a review... For okay, a public park. Yeah. For, <laughs> for a community park. Uh, free. No is, charge. That is at the end. Yeah. A drinking fountain, a free garbage can, the whole deal. This is at the yeah. end of a street here locally. Right he on. left a review. He was pissed off he got there at noon and the sunrise was already over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make that worse, Pete. I'm going to make that worse. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make that worse. Oh, I'm going to make that worse. <laughs> Two stars... No kids here. Why bother? That is worse. Uh, <laughs> oh, pedo man. No. Did I say I was going to make it worse? <laughs> yeah, you did. Did I make it worse? <laughs> yes, yes, you did. promised. He left us a two-star review. Because That's a compliment at this point. Gave bad service. I mean, was he mad because we were not a customer? Was he upset that there were no kids here? Yeah. All exactly. the men, yeah. 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 No PW fifties. No kids under twelve. This place sucks. <laughs> no gumball machine. No merry-go-round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He lives yeah. across the street of a school, though. So. Right. Oh. I don't even know how he was legally allowed to come in here. <laughs> Obviously, his bracelet's malfunctioning. Mm. That's why it wasn't a one star because there was a school. Right Left us it. a fucking two. Star, but not which if customer. you're if you're a business, oh, yeah. what you don't understand is it takes like a hundred five it's stars curve, to yeah. compensate for one two star. Oh, 100%. Okay, yeah. 
Um, Are you sure that nowhere on the interwebs it says Cleveland Pedo instead of Cleveland Moto? No, no, but if you do look, we are listed in a lot of places as Cleveland Motel. Oh, wow. And we get about 10 phone calls a week. For people looking for hourly rates. No, <laughs> uh, the podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah, didn't we, we talked about it. Yeah. Did you get one? The yeah, hotel mechanics. Yeah, oh, that's right. They call it. Yeah. Yeah. They call so here all the time. What they did he call... have to say? I mean, what was his review? With, yeah. I mean, but bad it... service. The meat. Okay. Two stars. That's it. That's, that's it. That's weak. that's all it takes, motherfucker. That's weak sauce. Phil, did you finish and not take care of him? I, I, I'm telling. I'm telling you. I'm not joking one bit when I tell you that. <laughs> Do you that, remember this interaction? Well, James. No, we 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 did we did stalk him hard enough to find out what he is and who he looks oh, like and whatever times. else. All right, fair. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's seen him. We uh, James is pretty certain he remembers him. A little Harvey Keitel. You know. Um, that, yeah, yeah. It's fucking weird though. But we did stalk him hard enough to know that. Mm, not worth it. The point is. Mm-hmm. Be careful when you're out in the world and you read somebody's reviews, yeah. you know, out in the world. Because I can tell you that as far as anybody's concerned. Well, there's plenty of crazy people out there. He I left was... a five-star review Whoa. for the Ford dealership across the street. Get out. Lots of pretty girls. Is there a kindergarten representative? Yeah, right. Oh. Nice, nice, wait, sorry. Nice ladies, very pretty. Good times. Did you see Vice has a, a thing on uh, the interwebs where they have a series where the guys go and pick the lowest starred Yelp review for haircuts, tattoos, food, and whatever, and they go to all the places, and they discover that they're actually not that bad. It's just people are assholes, and, and they leave horrible that bad. Well, that's yeah. what you read The part is really fucking low when you said, <laughs> yeah. it's not yeah. that bad. Well, no, horrible I mean, review, like, not that bad. The one guy went to this horrible tattoo. It was like the worst rated tattoo shop in L.A. or something, and he got like... A decent tattoo. It was like it was like a good Would tattoo. Would you risk it though? No, for a tattoo. Yeah. Well, no, but that's his point though. That somebody <laughs> one just well, no, that's a good point. Exactly what Phil said. Especially is, a tattoo. But man. here's Put the that. here's the dangerous part about Yelp, and Phil kind of nailed it. Is one person was like, "Oh, I'm mad at this guy," right? And they wrote mm-hmm. this totally bullshit review, and then people that have obviously nothing to do better with their lives see that, and then they add a completely fictitious review, and then it catches on, and people keep doing it. Dude, I've seen, like, outstanding place. Love this place. Three stars. Right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a great... Yeah, yeah, what does it take to get... That's one of my favorites, them. is, like, loved everything about it. Three Perfect. stars. Perfect. Right, right. Because in some people's mind, well... Five stars is just nobody's excessive. perfect. Right. Yeah. Like a, right. a, a, yeah. yeah, I didn't get a handy with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's only four stars. So I, I rode the monkey to AutoZone today to get a couple bulbs for my latest project. Yeah, some lady. I'm walking in to the store. Some lady starts screaming at me. You're not allowed to ride a moped on the street, bitch. <laughs> and she's on the no, street, no less. She's like, you're not allowed to ride a moped in Lakewood. You're not allowed to ride a moped on the street. I'm like. First of all, lady, it's, it's not, not a, a moped. We have said, a sweatshirt for that. Second of all, you're allowed to ride a moped on the street. Right. And that's not a moped. And I walked into the store. Well, she followed me into the store. <gasps> really? Oh, and shit. I was getting a couple bulbs. And so I'm talking to the guy. And the lady's like in the store going, where's the toilet paper? Holy in the auto parts store? In the auto parts oh, store. Oh, she was just a full oh, wow. yeah. yeah. I said, that's the lady I was yelling at. Because I was telling the guy that this lady's yelling at me about yeah. me, like a moped. And she's like, oh, that lady? And he's he's like, and he starts rolling his eyes. And I said, man, that lady's nuts. I'm like, lady, get the hell out of the store. You're nuts. Lady. And she's like, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> lady, get out of the store. You're nuts. <laughs> she walked out of the store and she walked right across Detroit 
with traffic. Really? Like, traffic was coming. She just, like, saunters across Detroit, like, Oof. like it was a sidewalk. Yeah, game on, man. Crazy Pedestrians people. have the right so of way. Did you ride a monkey or not? Crazy people I, are I love that when I'm in the store and there's a disc girl and no customer and the people that no. work there can't no, say anything. No. Right. Yeah. But like, I can say something, too, because I'm yeah, a nice customer. Nuts. So you can call them out on their bullshit when... I got this. I got yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get like 25 bucks off your whatever you're buying. Yeah, you do. <laughs> At Cleveland Moto, you do. I'll assure you that. We have all kinds of love for our customers that tell people to fuck off and right. desperately need it. Hey, sir, can you go fuck your hat right now? Because Phil needs a little piece yeah. of time. I have, I have straight up denied to at least four human beings that we ever had KZ1000s in this building. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I have looked them what, square in the face. Views, how many views does that video have, though? A lot. A lot, yeah. A lot, <laughs> did well, it did a lot well. of views. Like, <laughs> we're bored. Like, enough to talk about monetization. <laughs> yeah, those KZs are finally paying me back. Uh, and all of you people watching, our review, uh, Cleveland Moto, type in KZ1000. Bring the and I do lose my shit a little bit. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> it's your, That's your business model? Buy high, sell low, make it up in YouTube Make bits. it up in YouTube bits. <laughs> that's yeah, right. They're up to like shit a little bit. 10,000 views will get you a dollar. Uh, I have learned that the entire... Uh, the entire force of the Cleveland Moto YouTube channel mm-hmm. has paid off $129 since its inception. That's amazing. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. $129 bucks on YouTube so yeah, far. Yeah, that's It turns out they won't pay it out. They don't pay it out until you give them all your bank information well, and tax oh, yeah, information. Course, yeah. And they hold 24% just yeah. in case you get audited. I It's YouTube. I can't understand it. I'm not a millennial. Uh, no, no. Yeah. So... <laughs> I know. It's all for fun. So, what's everybody else doing in like three weeks? Uh oh. Waiting for your reports about how cool your fun time having fuck. Yeah. So yeah, it turns out that uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, two party. two of these these sultry uh, gentlemen here are going somewhere you really go? fucking cool. Years ago? Oh, so you have a career? Las Vegas. Oh. So it turns years. out uh, that no, it's my <laughs> So it turns out if you're a uh, if you're the, so inclined to go to the world's greatest motorcycle road racing event, Sturgis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yep. Good. You know what? Good. I'll let you bring your chaps to this one. Uh, <laughs> they are. You know what, though? It might be fun to My go <laughs> to Isle of Man and cosplay that you're at Sturgis. <laughs> Oh my fun. god, dude! That would actually be how amazing. much fun would that be? I don't know. The Irish are not kind. To I go be... to to go to the Isle of Man, but cosplay Sturgis. Oh, yeah. oh, it'd be yeah. funny if you go there dressed in like bicycle clothing and say that you thought you were the Tour de France. Oh, <laughs> you can rail wait, wait, what's, what's going on here? You know, like keep yeah. up with the boys at the sports. It would actually thing. be really yeah. funny to have like like a pair of pants with like like giant balls, like I mean like beach balls sewn into the front of them, and oh, like have a bunch of people pocket, talking to you, like who is he? He's He's one of the uh, main TT guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Brass balls. Massive brass balls. A wheelbarrow. So, so uh, Oscar and I are going to be leaving on the 29th whoop, whoop. of this month. So a uh, very short while, in three weeks mm-hmm. or so. And uh, we're going to be flying over to uh, the Isle of Man. Mm. And we have, for people who haven't paid attention, we've rented a house. And we're going to have a house, an actual structure. Not a yurt or a doghouse. <laughs> you have or any flatmates? Genuine domicile. Right, set. You have any flatmates? We we have like? one so far, okay. and we need more. Yeah. So yeah. this is a call. Mm. This is a shout out. I no. have checked, and as far as I can tell, if you decided right now 
that you were going to spend, give or take $1,500 or uh. frequent flyer miles on airfare. Because that's what it costs to get from here, Cleveland, not Atlanta. Cleveland's a little more expensive because you got to go through somewhere else to get there, <clears throat> right? But it is around 1500 bucks round trip right now to buy a ticket to go to the Isle of Man. But that's on a Max 8 jet, though. I don't know. I'll take a, I'll take a Max Eight, a Max Nine. I don't care. Yeah, well, that's you know, those it. things just had a problem with attitude. Shitty pilot. Attitude is no attitude. Is everything? It was all attitude. No altitude was. Well, no altitude was the final. Altitude was the last problem. Yeah, the first problem was attitude. If you have a bad attitude in the airplane, it can lead to bad final altitude or lack of altitude. Right. Exactly. Too much attitude. Lack of altitude. Altitude. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and the long and short of it is, I would still jump on one of those planes. Yeah, I would too. Right, yeah. because that's kind of the way the world works. As long as they have peanuts. Good point. Yeah. Nobody yeah, on there died of a fucking peanut allergy. There was a did they? Bad <laughs> yeah. Sudden interaction with the Earth. We might never know. Yeah. Besides, about resurrecting Concord style travel again. All I know, you know is two I have hours from here to London, and three hours to from here to London. We have enough rich assholes to support that. Yeah. We have yeah. the very very top of the spectrum, and we have the very very bottom of the spectrum. In our socioeconomic stratus, in our country, mm-hmm. which means there are Concord customers again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. hilarious, though, when you look yeah. at it. Like it used to, at one point in history, yeah. you could get from New York to London in two, three hours. Well, well, I remember ben. going to the airport when they came in here the oh, one yeah. time. Yeah. I was all excited oh, to really? go see the really? Concord. Most yeah. of those My friend Ben flew the Concord dozens of times. What? Because he had business in China. Yeah. And in England and all these yeah. places. And he Do said tell. the Concorde was the best plane that he's ever flown in. Why not? It, but did yeah. you guys ever see the Chinese Concorde? Mm-hmm. Or the Russian Concorde? Sorry, the Russian Concorde. Okay. I so they, I'd rather fly on a Harley Davidson. They, they, they only flew. <laughs> no, they, no, they flew for like a year, but they said the luxuries were not existent. It was like they barely had cabin pressure. Really? Like there were chickens uh, flying past you. It was yeah. fucking crazy. Look it fucking up. Fucking it, it is Goddamn Ural Airlines. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. The wheels were out around. Yeah, yeah. It, there's a series. There's a whole documentary about really? it. Really, fucking the great, man. Version yeah, of the Concord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, really good. Man. You know, the Russians do. I think their engineering is amazing. With what you know, how they engineer things, it's like it's it's opposite the way we engineer things, but it works. Well, then they again, Russians, AK-47s, Belarus tractors, Fiat 126. I mean, Yugos. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, if the less shitty parts, engineers, we wouldn't be afraid of them. Right? What the fuck? I don't know. I have, I have you a lot of respect. You make the metal harder, you just put more of it there. <laughs> right. right? I have respect <laughs> for the Russians. Quantity over I do. Quality, I do. Yeah, no, I totally get it. And it's like when they have a nuclear program, they have nuclear subs. Exactly. They, they've accomplished And if you've ever been on the wrong side of a Russian Hind D helicopter, no. you know that's a fucking scary place to be. Like, the worst thing in the world is the sound of an AK 47 or a Hind D. Because. A thousand fucks not given. You know, <laughs> is it going to perform perfectly? No, but it doesn't have to. Like a boulder. Right. Killing a person is really easy to do, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. You can kind of, like, a lot of people just luck into it. Put a few uh, holes in them and they're done. Yeah, exactly. They're done. They just ventilate them just a tiny bit. Yeah, like I, perforation, not great. So, do you uh, know if, uh, what's his face? Uh, who's the king of the. Um, Oh man, the autistic dude that's like the greatest, fastest dude in the world. 
Oh, what the fuck? Valentino Rossi? No, 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 no. <laughs> not, not he's just Italian. I didn't catch that. Oh, the, guy, the guy has crashed at the Alamance TT like three times. Guy Martin? Guy Martin. He's not an obsessed He's just really not. No, I'm going to say Michael Phelps. No, did you not see the guy? Where are we going with this? Stop. Stop. Michael Phelps. All right, calm down, everybody. I'm not kidding. There's a guy that killed his girlfriend in South Africa. No, he's on hold or whatever. about the fastest guy? Dude, Guy Martin, the fast guy, whatever. He is on the spectrum of being autistic. He admits. Who? Guy Martin? Yes. Really? 100%. I'm not lying. He he is the television. He's Guy the television. Yeah, and he struggles with it. And that's He's why the television he... star of the BBC. Right, and he yeah. has struggles with it. Yeah. He drives himself crazy. He I... still lives in the same house with He's his there, dad. Jesse James. He still goes to the garage with his <laughs> He's dad. He's a diesel truck again. He doesn't like change, but he wants to pursue his passion, so he deals with all the TV bullshit and stuff. There's a whole documentary. He's R- fucking like. Are we spe- sure we're talking about Guy Martin? Because Guy Martin is uh, I, I think very well, very no, well sorted. No, he is. He's very well spoken, whatever, but he hates all of that. He just does that to finance and do what he wants to do. If and you watch Guy Martin he's proper, it in. if yeah. you watch Guy Martin proper, he he does not appear to be on the spectrum. Yeah, he's to be he's Dude, traveling what? around India. You, you, you see the documentary the I'm talking about? There's people over that. here and there's people here. Yeah, I will take his part of the spectrum gladly. I'll give no, but him that's mine. what gives him. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. That's what yeah. gives him his amazing skills. Is because he can shut everything off and become that that hyper I think his only problem is. But is he, is he back? Is he back? people. Yeah. <laughs> is he back this year? I don't know. I, I honestly... He I, does I, have I Asperger's. There you go. Thank you very much. That's not Asperger's a disease. That's a, a superpower. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, if you're I Guy Martin, green is. vegetable for dinner. <laughs> Did you see South Park? <laughs> <laughs> no, but make Asperger's... <laughs> They've gotten rid of Asperger's. Well, last time I made Asperger's, that's nobody wanted to eat it. Well, don't tell him that. Too much cheese is right. Well, okay, then he has hyper-focused disease. He has hyper-focused disease. Again, that's what he has. That's what, a you call, what you call a disease, I call a superpower. Yeah, right, right, right. I've known plenty of people with Asperger's, and all they can do is make me feel dumb. Right. I, <laughs> in no way was I putting yeah. the guy down. Right. I'm just saying that no, he's not just like some that. schlubby no. dude. Yeah, like, you can hide to a thousand places... Oh, yeah, you're handicapped. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I feel fucking terrible for you. I can't remember my mom's phone number. I can't yeah, remember my wife. phone book. My <laughs> wife beat you. number two. How yeah, old is that? Exactly. <laughs> to this day, yeah. to this day, I know my ex-wife's number, but yeah. not my wife's, and she's my, I just get the fucking, like, I will murder you. Look, if I got I murdered right now, and in the process of dying, you handed me a rotary phone or a landline, yeah. the only place I could call was my house 26 years ago. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that's the yeah. only thing I could call. One hundred percent true. I used to remember a hundred phone numbers and yep. put them in a Casio data bank watch. Yeah. Every time I buy a new one, oh. remembered them. Oh, the yep. weather channel. Put them in a Casio watch in case I hit my head real hard. <laughs> right. 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 And, right. Now, and now I can't remember anything. I have a question for you, Phil. Since I mean, you're like younger than me, but. <laughs> but did you? But did you? Call, uh, our number when we were young were, was Redwood One. Yes, because you are exactly that much older. That's than my you. number now, and that turns out <laughs> Redwood One is an address to me, not a phone number. You guys no, are all our no, first no. three digits. They yeah, call the first three digits. Uh, yeah, Klondike one, two, three, two, three. Garfield, Garfield one, one, two, three, yeah. two, three. Oh, yeah, and now we all just bought siding. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Cleveland-centric reference, there, folks. Yeah, yeah. Boy, if you know Garfield. Field one two three two three, but yeah, and uh, we were Wycliffe. You know, we you know oh, nine four. Wow. Right, exactly. We I grew up knowing that existed, but that was like 
That was like Facebook is today. We just used it to make fun of old people. Mm. It was a reference that only old people got. (laughs) It's Redwood. Right, exactly. And it wasn't a really hard code to crack because you'd be like, okay, Redwood, uh, R-E on the phone. And be like, okay, uh, yeah. Right. It wasn't like some secret code the Chinese hadn't figured out yet. (laughs) So what's Klondike? Klondike. 555. Oh. That's why they use it in all the movies. Yeah. Because 555 is the fake exchange. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's two things now. 48 years old, I learned two things today. In one day! In one day! Yeah, you, got, wait, you always get the... Isn't like the it's weather you get? Like, five, five, W-E-1-12-12. W-E-1-12-12 was the weather. Still yeah. works. Still works. Yeah. 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 Once again. Again. We used to laugh. Can't remember my mom's current phone number. <laughs> no. I could dial W-E-1-12-12 right now and tell you what the weather is if I'm willing to listen to a recording. Philip, why haven't you called? I got a new phone, Mom. I haven't figured this out. At the I tone, still, the time will be. I still have a rotary dial phone in my kitchen. And it does not no. do anything. No, it goes click, click, exactly. click, click. It's a very small generator. Yeah. <laughs> you, can get, you can get a pulse generator. Cause right. I, I, oh, really? i got to get one for, I have a Chrome pay phone that I have to... Okay. But you can buy a There's a comedian that was like saying about like you know, like back in the day you had a like if you had a good friend but he had a really fucked up number with nines, mm-hmm. you had to really think about if you liked him or not because right. it took a lot it of took work. A long yeah. Time time yeah. That could take a week and a half to, Yeah, exactly. We had a damn party line too. You had to wait for like the neighbors uh, to get off the phone before you could use the phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We had a party line too and it was if it rang you'd never picked it up on the first two rings. If it rang the third time, that was house number one. A certain I can right. give you their names, but that was their house. Yeah. If it rang four times, then that was this house. And if it rang five times, wow. then that was our house. Yeah, we had such a so. blessing that our utilities were always cut off. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, my dad was Never a telephone switchman, and I would go in with him when he yeah. got called out late at night. <laughs> so he'd set me up in front. So this was XY Relay, so yeah. two-story huh? building full of all this chattering equipment. Loads Every time noise. you dial, it went... Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. And then just all this wiring and everything. Yeah. So I would set up, you hook here, and then you'd have these pin sets, like just boards of pins, and you you just, nothing, 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 nothing. And nothing, then just nothing, go till you had nothing. a conversation. And you just sit there and listen in on it. When did you stop wearing the monocle? It's So when my kid was in Cub Scouts, you know, on that line, yeah. MCI had a big switching station, and they replaced all the mechanical relays right. with uh, fiber optics. Yeah. Yeah. So they had these huge rooms with these like towers yeah. with fiber optics, and each ro- each of these little towers took the place of like a, a yeah. billion relays. Oh, sure. Well, that's a, like it was a two-story building, right? And when they tore everything out, and my dad stole all this angle iron, I got the heater <laughs> out of it, I mean, the stairs. I mean, he fucking stole everything. <laughs> <laughs> they moved out of that building, and right. that building just became a little shelter, a little right. box yeah. here. Oh, it and there. literally becomes. And then, a like, box. so then it, as, as it evolved, as I got older, and he, he would just, we'd drive out into the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it would be just enough that you could open the door and go inside, and it was the equipment, you know? Yeah. I'd sit out in the car and listen to. Was it Dr. Ruth? But the scariest... <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait a second. You mean the former Israeli sniper? Yeah. On things. But the scariest thing about the MCI building was... Yeah. They had a room built specifically for people to listen to your conversations. Nice. And they said that we would go in there at night yeah. and listen to people's conversations. Like, yeah. people are cheating on these people, and people are doing this, and they're talking. And I, I thought it was hilarious because they said we were doing it for quality control. And people get upset <laughs> these days that Facebook may be selling their information. 
No, it's been done <laughs> forever. forever. Wiretappings. Yeah. yeah. You don't even have to wiretap anymore. You can listen to any digital conversation there is. Yep. Or anything. Right. Alexander Graham Bell was yeah. like, my, my wife did what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Watson, come here. I need you now to stop fucking my wife. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be rolling out. And we have ten beautiful days. I mean, ten sunshine, fun-filled days. Ten? Yeah. Ten. Oh, I'm kind of jealous. That's pretty cool. Wait, where are you getting the sunshine from? Virgin Sacrifice. Bro. Isle of Man? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All the time. So it's like, not technically in England. No. That's true. Man, so, there's no curse there. Have you guys, <laughs> have you guys mapped out the right course? So, like, you're going to be like, have you figured out, like, on Monday we're going to go to that one famous no. spot where did the guys mm-hmm. jump? Not yet. Okay. Do you know why? Courage. Freestyle. Uh-huh. Freestyle. Freestyle. Yeah. You know why? You can't. You can't fail. Your plans can't fail if you don't have. You don't, plan. If you don't make plans. Just do what day packs or something. Just kind of. No, no. Fox this guy. So check this out. You want to know what's cool about the Isle of Man? I do. Is thirty-seven some odd miles. Mm-hmm. It don't cost you a fucking nickel once you get there. What's What's the price for somebody to go with you guys? Okay. I'm glad you asked. Me too. Beyond your airfare. Which, Which is, is a fifteen hundred ish, or your frequent flyer miles, or whatever right, you're willing to sacrifice to get there. Yeah. Landing in the element. I mean, the the, the flight is landing. In yeah, the yeah. Element. You don't have to take a ferry. At this you point. don't have to take a ferry. No, don't, don't even do try. Just no, it's booked for land years. on the. Land. No, there it's are so years. no, no. There are walk-ons right now on the ferry. Oh, okay. So they always add more huh. as the, as it gets close to race day. They always add more ferries, ferry action. Right. What? They always add a thousand more people. Until she starts listing. That's it. That's it. But it's all about position. You just have to have more over here and there. All I'm saying is if you're fucking lazy and you want instant gratification, you have a short attention span, and you'd like to let somebody else do the work, it's not actually any more expensive. We budgeted it out. It's actually about the same to fly as it is to... If you fly into London or Belfast or Dublin... Right. And then move your physical body to the port where the ferry is and get on the ferry and take the ferry across. You're not saving that much money yeah. over flying all the way to the island. The irony is when we bought our tickets, it was cheaper to fly to the Isle of Man than to fly not to the Isle of Man. Right. Where is the parachute release point? Exactly. <laughs> well, as long also, as it's overground, I mean, I'm cool. It can see. That's you it. also it take away all the headache. He's the one you guy that can probably land. land I like right. that more yeah. and more as you get Just older. Go straight right. yeah. It is. You're going right. less you, connections, less chance of misconnections. Right. Real. Yeah. So that's Smart. the way that you do that, right? Smart. Now. That's good. Yeah. And I did. We we priced that out, and we tried really hard to buy the tickets to go the with the steam you know steam packets ferry, but it turns out it was actually cheaper for us to just fly. I couldn't believe when I booked out flying into London Heathrow and then flying all the way into Isle of Man turned out to be like the same fucking money. Perfect. Without yeah. Grand Transportation to get me up to where the ferry takes off. Can you and bring your helmet and leathers at that point? Why not? Yeah, right. Okay. So here's the other part of it is uh, we have a house. Not a yurt. Mm-hmm. Not a doghouse. Not a cardboard box. Not a two-man pup tent. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, those items are what they call glamping. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to do some glamping, it's around 100 to $150 yeah. a night. To reach around chalet. To sleep on a soccer pitch, oh. or what we call mud, 
right. and then have a shower that's inside the boys' home. That's the boys may or may not be optional. Right. But, but isn't your house outside of the race area? It is outside of the, quote, ring of right. death. So no, it's, it's not outside right on the beach. What's that? So it's not right on the waterfront. It's right. not right on the waterfront. <laughs> it is actually one mile oh, from God. our bed, from our house, a one-mile walk to... Uh, Bala scary, outrageous. Bala, yeah. But is so, there a liquor store nearby? Yes. Oh, well, here, but this, oh, one, this is what I was thinking. Away. With Done. that many people there, yeah. are you taking provisions in case? <laughs> what? What? <sighs> like, are you gonna at the duty free shop before you get to wherever you're going? Are you gonna stock up just in you case? Like booze and stuff. Yeah. What are you about? If you were in the desert, would you pass a fucking oasis or would you fill your canteen? Okay. Always in case. Right. 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 I, I mean, noticed I'm aware that I'm going onto an island, and they right. can only bring so much right. onto this island. I'm going to do my part. Well, I yeah. noticed you know, that you have. On the bright side, Chris Smith won't be there to drink it all. Ooh, <laughs> my whole thing is, I don't think they uh, they bring out beer trucks that are just a tanker truck with taps on the side. Seriously, seriously, like Mama's mouth. Yeah, because they don't have cold beer in, in, in there. <laughs> no. They just have cold nights, and that's all you need. <laughs> right. I did read. I did read last year that a lot of the uh, the people that were glamping. Yeah. And by the way, glamping does mean you have a little tiny solar panel on top of your uh, doghouse. Oh, they give it a little bit of light. No, no, so you can plug in your cell phone. Oh, very nice. Yeah, because that charges fast on solar. Stupid. Um, Again, under clouds in the UK, right? right. Mm-hmm. Solar in the UK, always sunny. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It almost sounds like a fire fest, but like a motorcycle version of it. This, this is not related, but yeah. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> a fire fest. <laughs> 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 this has been going on for 100 I read something on the internet. I mean, since you're going there, <laughs> this guy said, I went to Holland and I kissed the women. They want to be kissed on both cheeks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because if you face, don't... Face, they feel, no, face, very important. Face, 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 right, face. Yeah. Because then <laughs> if you don't do it, they feel that you're saying that they're unattractive. Hmm. Then the guy said, I went to France, and I, you kissed them on one cheek. Right. Which one? He said, I went to England, and I don't talk to them at all. Because they're all bitches. <laughs> they're all bitches. Damn. Yeah, so I don't know if the Isle of Man is the same. Throw that a good story bucket over here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wait, Let's leave the joke telling to Chris Smith, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, is that bucket full yet? They're bouncing off the edges all over the place. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. I'm just saying this. Oh, but it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so the best I can figure is uh, our house can sleep five people. These are not paired up people, so you're yeah. not sharing. Our house can sleep five people. Unless you're willing to pair up, and if you're willing to pair up, our house can sleep six. I'm totally yeah. Okay, because our house has one queen size bed, and all the rest is our singles. Okay. We have a washing machine. The amenities list is impressive. Walls. Ice crusher. Ceiling. Garage. <laughs> ceiling. Floor. Garage. Bicycles. Oh, oh that's important. Really? Refrigerator. Yeah. Um, a complete grocery. Water. A complete grocery store. About seven hundred feet away. Oh yeah, it's pretty prevalent. It's yeah. a liquor store about twelve hundred feet away. That's yeah, kind of pushing it. That's kind of pushing it. You can hit it yep. out with that. Um, our house has a very large barbecue grill in the backyard. Yeah. So Do they have there's meat there. What's that? Do they have meat. It's, it's England. No. 
Sheep. Yeah, I'd start. Oh, yeah. I, 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 it's the Isle of Man. Anything, anything that goes yeah. is literally <laughs> dead. Game. They had mutton at a truck stop. You could, it was like the truck stop, and I go in. I'm like, "What's this in the brown gravy here? Yeah. Mutton. mutton. Right. It's a mutton chop. Yeah. Would you like a mutton chop? In gravy. I don't mind if I do. <laughs> I will have a mutton chop. Do I have gyros. <laughs> Put my mutton in a place. <laughs> Mentinos. <laughs> So here's what it's going to set you back. <laughs> this is America. America. This is America. Right. America. It, is, it really is America. <laughs> the, uh, it's okay. so American at this point. It's so yeah. American. Uh, so what we're doing is, if you do want to join us, and we'll pick you up at the airport. Oh, man. Uh, it's going to set you back. What are you going to pick them up at the airport in? Bicycle? Okay. Oh, no, yeah. Set on the handlebar. No, no, the guy bitch. who owns the house has already told us. He's got a landlord. Oh, yeah. okay. like, thing. like, oh, no. like, this doing? is not a house that's open 300 or that's empty 355 days out of the year. Uh-huh. Turns out people live there. Yeah, all right. day. And then for this two weeks, they, they take 7000 of my dollars and fuck off somewhere else. Yeah, yep. right. right. I would do that. Because, yeah, you would. Right? Yeah. Of course. You I'd go like, in my house for like California. Okay, so what's the total cost to this? All right. Bring them. A lot. Bring the fun. He's well, what's, to what's, it it, what's it going to cost our victims? Uh, so between Oscar and I, we've discovered that if you're going to do the all 10 days, it's 170 bucks a night. Ooh, that's mad. Fuck. If you're going to do less than 10 days, 200 bucks per night. Mm. Okay. Well, seventeen hundred bucks for ten days on the Isle of Man is a good deal. And I'm going to tell you, I have looked, and that will buy you. That will buy you a doghouse, a four foot by eight foot doghouse. Yeah, it's the exact same price. I didn't have a dog, right? Yeah, yeah. But but for for ten days, you'll know what one feels like, especially if it gets muddy. But you'll feel like a human though. This place, like this place, is hot water. It has everything (laughs) you'd expect. Yeah, we it's, did check the prices of those right. dog so houses, and so they for, look like shit, so, yeah. and they're not if, cheap at all. If yeah. you have okay. between four and $5,000, and you, this is one of your life missions... It's less than that. I, I think, well, eating and food and drinking and doing things That's like that, be safe. I was looking at it, and I figured four or 5000 I think you're right. I think, yeah. And my wife, God bless her heart, yeah. was actually kind of into it, and I'm right. like... Uh, so it's forty five hundred bucks ahead. Gonna spend that I'm going to say that's, real, yeah. real right. seriously. That including plane ticket. If you right. don't have four grand to splash around, you don't try this. Yeah. Don't try. It. That's why I have no Six, ability to do yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah, don't try it if you don't have at least four grand to splash around a little bit. Uh, but what I can tell you is, it's insane. For fun. The more that I read, and the more that I look, and the more that I watch about the Isle of Man. Mm-hmm. If the races weren't seven. happening, this is like AMA Vintage Days. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people don't know that motorcycles race at AMA Vintage Days. Some people have no idea there's motorcycles going around a racetrack at AMA Vintage Days. Or even guys dying on the straightaway at <laughs> AMA Vintage Days. Last year, yeah, right. we've all learned a lesson. Right. So at least the Isle of Man we know is at least 2.5 times more fatal than AMA Vintage Days. Right. Depending on what year you go there. <laughs> right, right. right. Alright? Now. That point five of a guy. I feel bad for him. He's half dead. You gotta average it out over 112 years. Yeah, right. Oh, he was screwed before he got there. Because over 112 years, the math gets fuzzy. Yeah. Right? Okay. I mean, we're not saying that, you know. But it's weird, though, that it's kind of averaged out at all because you'd think that in, 100, in, in 1909. But, and especially the times that we deal with, if I had $4,500 in my pocket later yeah. on right now, I would be joining you guys because I don't know how long this is going to go on. 
That's the thing. No, this is the last. Didn't you there, say this is the last? So there is a dinosaur. There is a conspiracy theory, right? That can't be beat. Right now, people that love this and have been doing it for the past fifty years. Right. People that work there. People that write the name, write the numbers on pieces of slate and mm. put them up on the leaderboard mm -hmm. because that's how not digital this place is. Right. That's how old school. If you want to watch a documentary on the Isle of Man, you're going to realize. They have steam trains on this fucking island, right? Right. And the racing has been kind of coordinated by the same people for the past hundred and some years. If you've mm. ever watched Thomas the Train, this yeah. is where you're going. This is where you're going. Exactly. <laughs> it's that level of That's technology. That's actually Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. There is no <laughs> Isle of Man space Thomas program. Thank you, Ray. Right. 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 <laughs> it's very basic. But what I've kind of learned is that there are people for whom this is not a religion, it's a life. Uh -huh. And... They see that as being compromised now. So right this year, there's going to be a whole Bollywood movie being filmed <laughs> at Isle of Man. Okay, major production. The coup de grace. And there is a there is a rumor or a uh, thing going around that it's bullfighting. It's too dangerous. It's too fatal. That it has to be changed or eliminated. But but the big difference to this though is that the participants have the conscious will to do it or not. I love the statement. I love the statement that Yuri made when he was talking about his desire to race in the Isle of Man. Right. Is it because at no point did the bulls have a chance ever have to practice, register, and be vetted mm -hmm. right. to be allowed in the more, ring. More importantly, make right. the con as a the right. one person that doesn't yeah. eat anything with a face. Right. Make the conscious decision to say. I'd like to be stabbed in the back and murdered exactly. today. Right. Where all these racers are like, I am willing 100% to take this risk 100%. We've lost 90% of the Dunlop family. Right. Yeah. Well, in this race. a good documentary, too, right. actually. Oh, right. great documentary. So, <clears throat> how we ever got past the first Dunlop is beyond natural human like self-preservation. You'd think the rest of the Dunlops would have moved off the island or just gotten away from the whole thing, right? Yeah, but there's, there's, a, there's a thing about dying at 95 years old and going, yeah. man, that was a really long, exciting life. Yeah. And there's something about being like, holy shit, I'm better than a 99.995% of the world population. Yeah. And, and I can do this. Yeah. Dying and what's shocking, what's shocking to me is... Yeah, and what's shocking to me is that, that these people are so good yeah. That watching the race causes me anxiety. Yeah. Watching videos of the race that took place in 2001 causes me anxiety. Exactly. Yeah. So, and those bikes weren't even what today has. So I need to be about watching. There's this thing called restrictor plate racing. So if it really comes to that, where we really think it's getting out of hand, they would probably do something like that where they're... You're going to have to dyno your bike. If it's yep. over 120 or yep. 130 horsepower, yep. you're going to get handicapped. You yep. know what I mean? And then, and that, that, that brings a whole thing where everybody levels the playing field. You can't. They have the zero class. But that's just a unit. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. We should race so, on behind the monkeys. So this thing has this legendary <laughs> thing, and what you guys are doing is pretty much like bucket list kind of a thing, yeah. right? Yeah. But so like the Dakar right now is having this huge uproar because it's moving, it's moving. around, and it's moving, and it's going it's to It's not place. even going to be Dakar anymore. No, it's no. in Saudi Arabia It hasn't been year. Dakar. It's been in no. exactly. South yeah, America. It's been South America. Right. Now it's moving to Saudi Arabia where like they murder gay people and lesbians, whatever. They, whatever. It's a horrible. They do it to the bikers. Right. Too. Well, <laughs> the thing is... 
But, but here's the thing: the reason that that's oh, all no, hell, they're gay, they're all gay. But the reason, whatever. so listen, so that race has been able to like that race has been able to go wherever it wants because there's a shit ton of money behind yes, it, right? Every so, every helicopter just brings in money, right? Yeah. So let me ask right. you this: so the TT has lived on through like this mm-hmm. passion and this like like brass balls, fucking yeah. like holy fuck, this is the thing, yeah. and all the people that love it. But what? Where's the money behind it to make this go away and make sure it happens? Like, who is the main sponsor oh, of this thing, and who, who? Um, imagine if you will. <laughs> a podcaster. <laughs> imagine a world where a company purchases the property that is adjacent to the one of the most dangerous parts of the Isle of Man. <clears throat> kind of like that uh, park down in Ohio where the guy bought that. Yeah, right, right. right, right. Won't allow you to ride. And imagine, if you will, a company that had the kind of money that could purchase. A series of properties adjacent to something that you could say was a dangerous part of the race circuit. Mm-hmm. And then could start a grassroots campaign to say that the race is too dangerous and we should make the race safer. Like y'all said, restrictor plates or whatever, right? Padded hedgerows or bigger helmets or whatever. Okay? Zero class, monkey bikes, whatever. <laughs> Nerf clutches. Right? Anytime people are dying, you're going to find people that say we should make it safer. Mm-hmm. But if somebody can position themselves along the safer path, a year before it becomes the suitable alternative to the race, would that person be in a financial position to make some money? If you know that Disney's expanding and you buy the property that Disney's going to expand onto, would that be a good financial move? Yeah, it is. But here's the thing, though. But like, So with the car, they're moving to places that they know are horrible, Right. But so, but money is still supporting it because of the race. Like they're getting somehow the clout okay. to get these these investors that would like like Coca Cola and, no, but and the all stability. The, but you're saying that Saudi Arabia is horrible. Right. But that's based on uh, that's based on like no the German, uh, they social, have no they have no, no free press. But the it's press safe. Game. But it's safe. The problem I, I think mean, they're looking the, at it. They're looking at it from the the point of the racer, and the, and if you go to, I mean. There's order in Saudi Arabia. A woman I mean, racer. An order. Women couldn't drive till last no, year. but it so doesn't. A woman I'm, racer. But I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm, it, right. Regardless of your right. your opinion on like what their social their social standing yeah. is, mm-hmm. you go to Saudi Arabia. It's safe. You're not going to be going through a, a country in Africa where you get shot. Okay. So, Although, so what they're saying is like, so these guys that have the money, <laughs> which are probably Dude, pretty much a, yeah. a bunch of white guys right. that have a bunch of money, they're going to go to Saudi Arabia and say, "Hey, we're safe there." Has like, anybody ever heard the term? Never. This event has been undercapitalized. Never. <laughs> no, but I can uh, understand it. I think right. Has anybody ever thought these guys have been getting away with free for far too long? Probably the Isle of Man, right? right. We're going right. to make them pay. Over a hundred years of it being a place where you can show up, and as soon as you get off the boat or off the plane, you could literally, if you bring your own sandwiches and bring your own water, and yeah. a tent to sleep in, but, nobody's got their hand in your pocket. It's not Cedar Point. It's not but Disney. that's my point, and that was my original question. Is, yeah. Isn't there a company, a motorcycle company, or something, or something that that embraces that and puts money into that and somehow reaps a benefit just from the fact that we kept the Isle of Man TT alive? No, we didn't do it. Here's my theory on yeah. why the Isle of Man TT is going to stick around for a very long yeah. time. 
if you Google Isle of Man <laughs> and you look at the demographics and what yeah. they produce and export, right. yeah. it is very little. Exactly. Yes. I am fairly certain that yeah. most of the people on Isle of Man somehow make their money, oh. or at least 50% of, oh, yeah. their, every, of every penny that they Some live race. on and subside on, during the TT. That's what I was saying. You're, and you're that paying, is why you're they're all point. working their asses off and hustling and you guys are paying houses. And if nothing else, the people of the Isle of Man are going to keep it alive. And I suppose that the government, because it is its own country, it is, right. the, yes, it it is. Right. controls who does yeah, business. Yeah, they don't want it to stop. So nobody's going to come in and take really, I mean, there may be some, if, if somebody comes and plays a shifty little move, it's going to be a... a they're a Manx. That's what, if you're right. if you live on the Isle of Man. Yeah. I guarantee you, you guys you guys that are going for that week are paying fifty percent or more of that dude's mortgage for the year. Yeah, but it's like yeah. I mean, think of Sturgis. Right. Not, oh yeah. Like, what the hell like goes Sturgis. on out there? Right. 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 I mean, look at the, those bars have, live off of a, two weeks a year. There's mm -hmm. people who complain about it, but then there's a whole large group of people who are like, "No, we need this." This is they make their whole like, nut for yeah, the year. Pancake titties and fucking all that. But I think what you're first saying is that somebody has seen that this is what happens and that they're going to try to take a piece of that pie. It's possible, but I would guarantee if that's going to be that person, they're going to be tied into the Manx government. And oh, yeah. gonna, it's not, so you you're not going to be an outsider. It doesn't matter if it does. You're not going to fleece the Manx. They're going to, you know. Well, but here's, a, here's the difference about the Isle of Man. So, hmm. Sturgis... Mm -hmm. Is a gold mine for two weeks out of the year. Right. If you if you think that the Isle of Man, the only time people are going fast around that island is two weeks out of the year, you don't know much about the Isle of Man mm -hmm. because there's classic, there's TT, there's about fifteen other fucking races right. that happen on that island. So this ain't just the Indy Five Hundred. Mm -hmm. They didn't build that monster track in downtown Indianapolis. For one race a year. And there's no speed limit as well. Right. And the unrestricted aisle is called the unrestricted aisle because between Ireland and England, this little thing, beautiful roads, gorgeous scenery, amazing mountain vistas, everything, but no fucking speed limit. Mm. And people have been road racing there more than two weeks a year. So is that Since why it, 1907. Is that years. why it started? Yeah. yeah. Because there was no... Oh, well, because if you were Johnny... That's three. Three. If, if you were Johnny Wadzikash... <laughs> three fucking things Back tonight. in 1901, or I'm All sorry, right, yeah. World War One. Yeah. You know, World War One's over, and you're Johnny Wadzikash, yeah. and your company made money in the war, or whatever. I'm yeah. going to take my bro superior. Thank you. And if you're Downton Abbey, one of those pricks with the fancy cars... Bro mm -hmm. superior? Right? <laughs> bro another superior. Ambiguously <laughs> racist <laughs> <laughs> I am bro superior. It never stops. <laughs> You're gonna have to go see the mother superior. Yeah. It's okay. I've already seen the bro superior. The uh, but all of the the fancy the pants dickheads mm -hmm. because guess who could afford a car in 1911? Yeah, not or a motorcycle right. in 1911. That's interesting. I didn't know right? that in history. Mm -hmm. They all start. wanted to go somewhere, and it turns out there was this little place of ferry right away that was okay with that. Wow. And like other places in the world, realize that there is great money in motorsports. Right. Just like there's great money in yacht racing and space programs and, and all prostitution. kinds of shit. And oil. Oh, and yeah, prostitution, yeah, exactly, yeah. right. Because anywhere there's a rich asshole, right. there are people that are willing to take his money. Right. Mm -hmm. right. The problem that a lot of people are worried about with the Isle of Man in general 
is that it's getting this reputation of being bullfighting, the reputation that it's going to be blood sport, or the reputation that we haven't figured out a way to monetize it just enough yet. That's what that no, that's people the main really thing. don't care about other people. They care much more about animals. So that's, that's why this will definitely survive. <laughs> if it was actual bullfighting. There's a good chance right. it goes down. Yeah, that is true. But Humans nobody cares. That a bunch I'd of protest it if it was bullfighting. Just saying, I would definitely throw. I'd be like, "Fuck the no, you're not killing." Peter's not going to step in and say, "Save I the say, motorcycle say, riders." You watch a good movie, or you watch something that says like. I can assure you no animals were harmed in the filming of this movie, but several stuntmen were fucked over hard. But listen, but here's the thing. But so but being fair though, yeah. if if there was a group of people with a gun to a guy's head that said, You're gonna fucking race in the Isle of Man and you're gonna go to the fastest you can, if you don't I'm gonna fucking shoot your head right. off and you're gonna become fucking burgers for everybody, right. Right. I'd be like, Okay, that didn't stop. Right. But these guys are all choosing to do it. Right? <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, right. That's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, right. I don't even Nobody ever like, watched Evil Knievel because yeah, you're like, he's like, going to do it again. There's not a dude that always lands in his body. I don't manage yeah. all. Too much bragging rights. I mean, is there a purse? I mean, how much do you get if you win the. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough for the risk. Yeah. I, mean, I think it comes just with. It's all about your right. personal obsession. And there are. And, and, it's, and it's everything. There's teams and there's locals. And right. what you learn is every time you take somebody who's like a Valentino Rossi type guy right. and you put him on the Isle of Man, he does what? He comes off and goes, that was a horrible mistake, I'll never do it again. But he does that with an Italian accent. But <laughs> do you know what Yamaha just did? So you guys remember like uh, uh, what is the online racing, the car mm-hmm. racing and stuff? Mm-hmm. They took the kid that was the champion of the online thing, stuck yeah. him in the car, and he's like winning, right? Oh, wow. Yamaha just plucked the best e-racer uh, motorcycle guy, okay, and is never he's ridden an R one around town, and now they're making him a racer. They're sti- so they're they're so the concept is if you can do it in virtual reality, they're going to stick him in there. No full factory fail. ride and full yeah. everything. Well, like that's that. a big part of racing the Isle of Man. Yes, these guys practice. They practice on video games, yeah. Yeah. so they learn every single. Yeah, they turn practice. Right. Right. So right. I get that. But for, a car, for a car, that kind of works. If you have a really good wheel, a really good gear shift, and all that, you can kind of feel it out. You have to get the feel of a car. I think motorcycle riding is way different beats. Yeah. I'm going to validate it in a way that's going to blow your mind. All right. The guy that flew you, that's going to fly you to Isle of Man, mm-hmm. how many hours do you think he had in a flight simulator oh, yeah, before yeah. he ever flew a real airplane? Mm-hmm. But how many times did that fucking 737 buck sideways mm-hmm. because a fucking pebble was right before the church thing and flipped, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. It's in the simulation. That, I mean, yeah. those simulations are so realistic. Not with the body, though. No, on but a what, motorcycle, he's talk, though. what he's talking about is the actual experience. It is impossible to it is impossible to get a actual virtual experience of the Isle of Man because at no point, if you fuck up one nanosecond, does your head hit a brick that's been there for two hundred and eighty six years. Right. Because no, and I understand yeah. that the whole the course is, is trying to kill you. But in a simulation, yeah. But even in a simulation, some of these yeah. guys play. For broke and they don't play. I mean, like no, I'm going to die. I'm going right. to come back and whatever. They no, don't. They don't play. They no, don't I get it. Like but here's that. the thing: in a car simulator, right? Yeah. When when a, when a, um, an adverse situation happens, you can react with the wheel and the pedals and the thing, right. and the computers can re- re- represent a realistic correction to the thing, and you can go through it. How the fuck do you do? How do you how do you simulate a tank slapper when you come off a fucking jump at 210 miles an hour and you land and you have to shift your butt weight back and fucking let the handlebars go and settle down and then get back on the throttle? How do you do that on a simulator? I understand that there's a difference between that, but it's the same thing. Is Pete's? I mean, in a play, it's the same thing. What do you do when you're in a 
a, a 50 mile crosswind, you're coming in crabbed. But I none mean, of your body in an airplane is you're shaking. Like there, this. A, I'm just laughing because I'm thinking of the guys at Yamaha. They're like, right. who is the best Jesus? Okay, let's go get this guy. And they show up and it's this big fucking thing. He's like, yeah, I want to race but the thing is, it's, <laughs> most of your input, I mean, you're, you know, yeah, think about like, your vision. Your vision is is like 5% in your eyes and 90% in your mind. So, right, so right. you really can't, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that, that so you're not right. I'm not saying it's I made right. my wife you know, watch. You made a good point. You made a good point. So they, they just have to teach the kid the, the, the writing skills he has. The vi- of course He's got going to be a whole it. learning curve. It's right. a great yeah. concept. Right. They're going to take it, and I'm sure he's not going to say, Come out of your mom's basement. <laughs> race, uh, race, yeah. uh, Chase say. Valentino. See you in a week. So you're, you're not going to go on the motorcycle. As much experience as you have, you're not going to go without not knowing how what the course looks like right. with all your experience. That's what they're doing with yeah. the simulation. Just knowing the curves and the right. turns. Fuck. They are well, sending him to Valentino's camp. He's I mean, going to camp 46. I Realistically, there's the been reason, 50 hours a week in a fucking PS2. or whatever The reason PS, I'm not whatever, going to Laguna Seca. You know? Look, I've been to Laguna Seca. Right. I've been to Mid-Ohio. I've been on, I mean, I've raced on a lot of tracks around here. Myself, personally, on a bike. Right. And I've also been to a lot of tracks and watched a lot of people race. But the one thing I've never done and why I'm going on this trip is because this is bullfighting on acid. Yeah. This it is. It is. No, 100%. It There's is, nothing is, like it. There's absolutely no, it's nothing like what you're going to do. I don't think... Yeah, I want to see that kid the first time he hits, what is it, Billabaw Bridge? doesn't matter. And, and That's what jump, I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, like the whole thing plus. is like if we told you, I want you to fly this helicopter... Right. Inside this bounce castle. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> the terms don't even make sense. Well, the, so so it, I, write, I, mean, I write simulations yeah. for operating wastewater sure. So it's, it's mm. nothing... It's a like, lot slower, though. It's, it's a lot slower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, so I write a simulation. And what I do is... What I, if all this poo <laughs> was Cadillacs? <laughs> turn, turn no, but, but the analogy here, the analogy is that yeah. I... X Take minus pictures. N equals tampon. No, I... Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be... <laughs> no, but I take pictures of... I take three-dimensional pictures of everything around me, and then I have an operator go into the space, and so the operator walks into a building, and he's in the actual building that he's operating in. He's touching the switch that he's actually touching. Is there a hose up his nose? No. And it's not a simulation. No, no, but what I'm, no, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that if you're he creating goes, a video game. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. He walks. All right, but you then, said it. Okay, so he, he, the computer's off. Grand he walks into that building. He walks in the building, but he sees exactly what he yeah. would see yeah. when he walks in that building. He right. touches the exact switch that he saw in that simulation. And he turns the exact switch, and it does exactly what it says in the simulation. And you're doing all that to wrangle turds? Yeah. Correct. Oh, wow. but, but what I'm saying is that already in his head, in his head, he sees the entire simulation. Right. 
is reality. Yeah. When he gets to reality, the oh. simulation was reality. But here's the thing, though. Brain. And no point in that simulation is he going to come upon the rider in front of him and overtake him as they both fly through the air and almost hit each other? No, no. Take no, slap no, and no, then come I out of it. I agree with that. What I'm bigger. saying is, though, that... If you're if you've done it a thousand well, times, no simulation that other guy hasn't done it a thousand times. Right. So yeah, you've right. done that you've done well, that track a thousand times right. in the simulation. Right. But maybe you haven't done it with another rider, but you've done it with a, a yeah. simulated rider. I have rider no next way discounting the experience that you can get from a simulation, Question. but I'm saying that you'll never Who around the table has not seen a video of somebody doing Isle of Man? Lap of what the Isle of Man's all about. Never? Okay. You've never there seen is. it? Right. No, wait a minute. He asked a question. I'm raised my hand. Shut right. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have to question I'm me. I, no, 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 no. No, no. He asked a question. I answered it. Shut up. And I asked my disbelief. And I asked the question, knowing that there might be more than one person. That's why I asked the fucking question. It wasn't a blind. I didn't walk down a blind alley. It's possible. Again, I didn't walk down a blind alley. I love you, Chris. So here's my question, now that we've established a baseline, and why this podcast works for so many people is because it's not just one dickhead, right. it's a whole it's gang a whole, of dickheads. Of dickheads. <laughs> not just sleepy sin. Thank you. <laughs> Although some nights it seems like it is. Yeah. We get a dickhead for every seat. We got a special okay. dickhead for every asshole. That's right. <laughs> An ass for every seat. A seat for every ass. Okay. But here's the thing. Now... Would any of you, any person sitting at this table, get on the back of a motorcycle and travel that course at full chat? As a passenger? Hell no. 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 I wouldn't go to Cleveland on no. a passenger. It's always no. way more terrifying on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I can't ride bitch, man. I'm going to tell you. I'm just going to say. I'm just going to say. If you and I were drunk and we were just kind of toddling around, <laughs> then absolutely yes. On a scooter? <laughs> but at that bu- kind of speed? Just buddy to buddy? Or a Moto Guzzi Scrambler? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, saying, with one hand away. while you're driving? But No, that's why. He was on the back. Macrofresh was on the back of my ruckus. <laughs> Again, but, but what I'm saying is this: just fucking about. But these guys okay. are doing something totally simulator, different. Simulator, not simulator, doesn't matter That's any of the right, above. Man. So Chris has never seen a lap right. of this race. Okay. Wow. So Chris would not. It's like somebody who's never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Informed okay? consent. He exactly. <laughs> Now, Chris would probably get on the back of a motorcycle with a skilled rider, a person who's qualified to do a ride. Because I have have informed consent. Yeah, that's me. I have been in airplanes, and I have been in acrobatic airplanes with people who are trained to do such a thing. I would never try to do it myself. Mm. Okay? But, so, here's the question is, is there any motorsport, motorcycle thing, dirt bike, uh, motocross riding, drag racing, anything that you would say you would feel okay with as being the second party to. Moto America. Yeah. I didn't ask they you. Are, I'm asking okay. him because because he's the guy that hasn't seen that before. Right. Okay. He's going to be our baseline. Mm. Okay. Because he's going to watch Island and shit now. Yeah. Right. This, no, he has to. Right. Yeah. But the idea being, don't do it. Be he right. has seen other fucking <laughs> motorsport. Like he's seen other motorcycle motorsport. And the idea is, is there any point where you'd be like, 
I'd like to fucking I'd like to I'd like to live a secondhand experience of mm-hmm. what those guys are experiencing, even though I'm not the one that has to be at the controls. Mm. Okay, We're waiting for would you do place. that? Would you? Sure. Would you breath. do it? I mean, yes. I'm, the reason I'm asking because we have all had vicarious experiences. We've all ridden the dragster at Cedar Point, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we've all attended like we've maybe done some sporty shit that we weren't qualified to do. Mark maybe. and John McElfresh were awesome hill climbing team sports on his 83 See? XL. Yeah, right. I'd hold on to my brother and was like, ah. and maybe you've maybe you've paid some money to get in the right seat of a stock car, right. or maybe or even at Moto America they offer the thing with the what's his face and all yeah. the guys, and they'll do like 85 percent of the normal laps. What I'm suggesting something. is if while Oscar and I are at the Isle of Man, right. And we happen to be uh, walking through the gate of the pub at the right time, and somebody says, "You two assholes just won a trip around the Isle of Man behind, you know, Guy Martin balls of steel, right? right? And we've pre- got a specially prepared Yamaha R1 with two seats yeah. and extra thick brakes, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And you're going to get to go around the Isle of Man at full chat. No, no, do you know what I would tell them? No, no. I would not. You would not do it. Do you know no. why? Fuck no, dude. No, Fuck no. No, no fucking way, man. Way. No way. No fucking way. I would no sooner be the guy that would run across the boardroom table and dive at the breakproof glass on the 53rd story of the building, the office building, because that glass is breakproof. That's a great... <laughs> right? That's a great... Th- because I've great. been told a thousand times that glass is shatterproof. <laughs> right. I'm not going to throw my ass against that glass... Mm-hmm. Because it's shatterproof. See, you know, I, I'm surprised. Because I'm the asshole that's going to go right through it. <laughs> that's but like a bulletproof con- vest. There exactly. Ain't nothing bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. But am I going to wear a bulletproof vest and let you shoot me? I won't wear four bulletproof vests and let you shoot me. But it totally surprises me yeah. because, as conservative as I am, yeah. and you know that I am yeah. like that, an ultra conservative, mm-hmm. I would do it. You would do it. It's no, no different than skydiving, though. Like when you go for your first, don't you? Like, you gotta trust somebody. somebody. I mean, if this yeah, guy dude, is it's not a track, it's a fucking series you know? of roads that barely contain a. Motorcycle. I know, but you know, you figure the guy knows what he's doing. Nope, I'm gonna say he knows what he's barely. doing. On his Fairly. bike with him on it. So, no, I'm saying you're not putting. I mean, you're saying that you're gonna. He's gonna, you're gonna be put on this bike. I don't I, care if I get like. Look, I don't care if a guy has made like seventy-five tick. Like maybe I don't care if a guy tick. has made nine thousand successful laps of the Isle of Man. I don't know. I, I, I'm I not getting on. Be, I think that would be nope. So Isle of Man beyond belief no. to be able to do that. I'm sure Isle it would Man, be nothing. Amazing. What about Cuyahoga Valley? You, you, you get in the back of a GSXR, whatever fucking. Yeah. I've gone bike full tick on my BMW as a passenger. Cuyahoga Valley as a passenger and not as a passenger. That's but what I'm as, saying. No, but I got pulled over. Right, but whatever. <laughs> but as a passenger anywhere within like 50 my, miles of where you live. Am I? I guess my. Why whole the fuck would is, you ride to the Isle of Man? There's no other place the I can of think of. There's yeah, but no. I don't know anybody who would. I would ride behind. I mean, you don't know this guy. He's the Isle of Man. I. Well, my point <laughs> being, there's wizard. no other motorsport. Well, they're not going to put you on with some like they fun might. fucking asshole. But there's no big thing. It's just some guy. It's there. No, they're not going to say, "Hey, hey, random dude, get on this R1." They might take this other random dude on a ride around the well, island. They're not going to do that. They're going to oh shit, our, our they're star gonna rider didn't back show up. Hey, uh, Oscar, can you uh, They're not going to do that. And then, you know what? You'd almost be better off with that guy because he, he wouldn't be going <laughs> full tech. He might. I really... He's not, he's he's, not Mike. He's 15 Guinness into his ride. <laughs> and that's, I give him a breathalyzer before right, he took and that's why after And that's why after 49 years, he's never been... And that's, and that's scenario is too great for me. I mean, after me. after over forty years of fucking with motorcycles, we're going to simulate a break podcast <laughs> later on. Yeah, 
I, after after all that time of fucking with motorcycles, <laughs> this is still the thing that I have the most infinite amount of respect for. The ultimate respect for. Yeah, man. Because I know that on my best day, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I know that not only that on my best day, I couldn't do it, but on my best day, I couldn't summon the courage <laughs> to even participate. Okay, so I think so we're going to try kid, to get another uh, picture with you. And- <laughs> I tell you why. I, I tell you why I trust that. When I was a kid, the only guy that trusted me to yeah. give me a motorcycle, my dad would not let me have a motorcycle yeah. to ride on the street. So this guy, this one of my teachers in high school, yeah. had like ten motorcycles. Your wrestling teacher. Take this one seventy-five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, the guy was awesome. Bill yeah. Van Banken. He was an awesome guy. I used to ride around with him on the yeah. back of his motorcycle, and I would, like, it, it's, like, weird, because yeah, you weird. have to trust somebody implicitly <laughs> when you're riding with somebody. Well, yes, you do. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'm just saying. He's in a sink. I mean, you're not, you're not afraid of it. I mean, it's not, you know what, although John Knucklefresh is humping me right now. <laughs> no, no, he's like riding on the back of your motorcycle. I just feel like he's, like, he's trying to hump me. He's letting you be the teacher for a while. What I'm saying is that in my mind, in my mind, I you have to trust heaven. somebody implicitly if they're if they're riding. If somebody is yeah. riding, if somebody, if you're a passenger mm-hmm. on a motorcycle, you yeah. have to trust that person implicitly. I can't do surrender. that. You have to surrender. I can't surrender. No, Dude, not. somebody can hand me a and Buddy 125 gassed up and said, pin it and go around the track, and I wouldn't do it at the Isle of Man. I have no problem uh, riding with Phil. I would never ride with you. So. <laughs> 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 but what I'm saying I is that you have to trust. I mean. Because you know I'd crash, you have to a, just, I'd like, crash in a that, nice spot. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're not going to. Uh-huh. There's going to be some regard to me being back there. Right. They do have a day when it's open yeah. to the public. They have what's called Mad Sunday. Mad Sunday. So Mad Sunday is uh, the Sunday between the actual practices. When we're going to be there, we're going to be there not for the full 14 days of practice and for mm-hmm. racing. We're coming in kind of halfway through practice week or the end of practice week. I do want to be there for Mad Sunday, and Mad Sunday is the day that. <laughs> Damn. Look, it's not morbid if it's not a professional racer crashing. Mm-hmm. A professional racer has worked hard and earned his job to be there. Right. But if it's fucking, you know, Jimmy Killfuck out there on his, you know, <laughs> Rocket 3 or whatever, and he happens to fucking feed it into, like, a hedgerow. Well, every Rocket 3 that crashes is But he a had blessing. rim tape. He had reflective rim tape. Or so some guy who's out there, like, yeah. dark side riding a fucking, right. you know, Harley <laughs> Davidson. Uh, <laughs> again... Uh, that's Mad Sunday. Mad Sunday is the course is still the course. Right. The course is one way. It's one direction. Right. And when it's one direction. Uh, when it's, <laughs> They're playing tomorrow night. Cougar, Cougar party. party. Yeah. Tickets left. Uh, Cougar parties tomorrow night. Yeah. But, yeah. but when the course is that way and they do that Mad Sunday, everyone has asked. So anytime that I've told somebody, like, oh, I'm going to the Isle of Man, they're like, oh, are you taking a bike? Yeah. And I'm like, how? Uh, one, yeah. How? Even if I could, we did look into logistics yeah, behind it, and it is kind of a big deal. Mm. It, it's something that we would need more than eleven months to prepare for. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. sure used like anything is like forty two thousand dollars. Oh, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter. I can't throw money at that problem and make it go away. Right. Even getting a bike on the mainland and, and shipping it out there as a novelty is not even viable. That was our first idea. That was our first idea. That. We were, we're right. Deconstruct right. a bike, UPS it piece by piece. <laughs> <Not even. laughs> 
right. You have to go. Our to original plan. There. Our original plan was to buy two monkey bikes or reasonable facsimile thereof on something that isn't the island in the UK. Yeah. Stuff them into something that you can sleep in. Put them on the ferry in the, the box van. in the van. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're so two around. bikes yeah. in the van on the ferry to the place. Sleep in the van. Ride the bikes around. Yep. Seems like a pretty plan. decent plan, right? Until you see how much it costs to transport a van mm-hmm. on the ferry to the Isle of Man. Mm-hmm. During race week. During race During week. Race week. Exactly. So that yeah. pushes it all. Plus, you have to book those pa- that passage years in advance. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So, back to the original scenario. The reason, the idea for me is, and that's like people are like, well, I'm going to take my Harley to Sturgis. Great. You're going to take your, I'm going to take my Hayabusa to Daytona Bike Week. Cool, <laughs> motherfucker. That's great. You are just one of the problem. Mm-hmm. You're not making it better. You're making it worse. Right. For my first go-round, I do not want to have the added responsibility of not killing anybody else. Mm-hmm. Or myself. I might like to have a beverage. I might like to enjoy my time. Mm-hmm. I might like to be the most dangerous thing I can operate on the goddamn island might be a bicycle. Right or just LPC, little you know, little people characters. Yeah, exactly. Like I can get around and see shit and not have any stress on me, that kind of thing. But the idea, the guy that we're shacking up with is renting a bike. Like he had the bike squared away (laughs) before (laughs) before he ever had accommodation squared away. (laughs) So he was like, I could sleep in a hat. I don't care. I got a bike to rent. Priority, right? And that was his game. Well, after he after he exhausts himself on the first day, what what stops you guys from being like, hey, here's a five or like (laughs) five? So you got that bike sitting there. I don't (laughs) know. Or maybe Mad Sunday is only like three days in, so you know we're not saying he's gonna make it. Uh, you know, there might be Oscar and Phil two up. If he comes, if he comes back limping, just put him on the couch and borrow the keys. Just buff it out and feel up. That's right. exactly right. Yeah. Does this rag smell like chloroform? No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Like <laughs> so, uh, so that whole thing, like, this is our first experience. Right. You know, this is our first once in a lifetime thing. Now, is it going to be once in a lifetime, or are we going to go back every fucking year? I don't know. Time I hope else. you do. Maybe I'll, I'll join you on some other. Time. But but you don't want to be the guy that was like, I'm going to go see the Doors next week. Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know who I'd like to go see wow. next next tour? Joe Cocker. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> my wife was yeah. like, well, you could do this now, and it could be your 50th birthday president. Right. But president. You know, president. Yeah. President. Yeah. All hail. But you know, we're also yeah. taking our week vacation. Yeah. With a family. We're also doing this. Right. I'm going to Kevin's Block Island. Yep. You should go to my camp camping. You can save some money. Yeah, then you can go. We're all waiting to go to the camp. Yeah, I know. Again. I've been hearing about this for two years. Yeah, you guys can go while we're at... Yeah. Hey, that's a, <laughs> that's a quick question because for whatever reason, yeah. uh, I got a notification about Mods versus Rockers Overland. Oh, no, it's done. I thought we pulled it all off. Yeah, I don't. I, think I thought it, we murdered it. There needs It needs to be murdered on Facebook. Oh, right I now. thought we. I thought I murdered it, but <laughs> apparently I didn't murder it enough. Well, I, I looked at it and it showed up as right. an event. Well, I'll murder gonna, it again. Oh, I was going to type something on it, but I was. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. should be. Well, I, I'll murder it again. That ain't happening. So anybody wants to. No, that is not happening. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, 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 and it cannot again. happen again. <laughs> that's how shit gets ruined. So you know, if anybody wonders, like, how can something go from being cool to being ruined really quick? It's like one asshole with a lawyer. A lawyer, right. right? Exactly. So that's like it. I was joking. I joked a couple of years ago. I was like, if, Gar- if Guy Martin ate shit on the Isle of Man, they would shut it down mm. because, like, that's their entire entertainment industry. Is but Guy he's, Martin? He's eating shit there like four times. No, I mean, but he's going elsewhere. Dead. He doesn't give a shit. My point being, yeah, right. No, yeah, he's out. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah so that's a, from that point, we might have an area for uh, something. Rockers. Yeah. That's cool. Because I can get the property next to mine to use for our tent camping. <gasps> No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, also, oh, remember I told you, check. Paul, my yeah. name Paul, yeah. he's got a thing in Lodi that has, like, room for 300 people. I'm just waiting for, get a signed note from Paul's mother to say we're allowed to do that. Oh, it's his land. His I know, no, but I mean, maybe That's his key. wife or his neighbor Paul's or Paul's mom's note is the key. No, but there's nothing there. There's nothing. There's <laughs> okay, a, all right. It's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Hugs, hugs Again. Mom will go all right, all right. Well, cool. I'll, I'll send you the link. Get something, get something right. that's as solid as the man who owns the property saying, y'all can fuck my shit up. So here's, here's a little nostalgia. Because that's, cool. that's solid. When the man who owns the property says, well, you can Paul, fuck yeah, my shit Paul up. Paul said he can fuck shit solid. up. It's in Lodi. It's right. all yeah. accessible. I don't know, Paul. This is an Oberlin, but... He I bought a scooter from me. And there's better fucking roads down there. Yeah. You know, Greenway, whatever. He's down. He loves it. He loves everything. Thirty-seven other people. I know, but he, he looks like <laughs> me exactly. Two grand, two thousand people. What's That's the it. big deal? That's exactly right. Yeah. Anybody got like, anything else? A few porta potties. No. Hey, uh, turns out there's going to be a thing called AMA Vintage Days. Oh, oh yeah. What? I know it's weird. Fourth of July weekend. Uh, so here's what's happened for anybody who wants the update. There are going to be people coming up from Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yes. So our friends from Santa Cruz and Misfits will be coming out. Um, I did confirm we do have a verified RV spot. Um, thank you very much, American Motorcyclists Association, for providing us with compensation for my going up there and talking about carburetors and gasoline. We've seen what fits on a campsite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. No, this is a legit campsite, by the way, too. This is not one of these like overflow bullshit things that we've been using for the past 15 years. Yeah. This is like the legit, like, proper. People pay real money for this campsite thing, awesome. so we're gonna have plenty of room. Space is there won't room be a problem. For extra ambulance, maybe more ambulances. One ambulance is maybe room. maybe enough room for your ambulance and the ambulance that comes to save us from your ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> we might just have a whole fucking flock of ambulances for all we know. I can tell you there'll be a hearse there. Uh, <laughs> I see your ambulance and raise you a hearse. Damn. Circle the wagons. <laughs> Circle the wagons. That hearse should be listed on BMB right away. I know. I'm excited. I haven't slept in it yet. Bucks a night. I have not people, slept in it yet. People, as a kid, I remember going to bed yeah, on Christmas it. Eve and waiting for Christmas. That's what Vintage Days is. The Vintage me. Days is Christmas. It starts in yeah. January, yeah. and I'm like, it's going to be a big deal for us. I mean, we're really looking forward to it. So that. Uh, remember that this year is the 50th anniversary of the Honda CB750, so that's the, what everyone's talking about this year. So if anybody has a CB750 and you ever wanted to get maximum money for it, this might be the place to take it because all the CB750 uh, fetishists are going to be there uh, because it's a big deal for them. And whether or not your CB750 had juice before the event, by the end of the juice, everyone's or by the end of the event, everyone's going to think that it's as cool as like a CT90 or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is the official fetish vehicle of yeah, Middle yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Wow, that CB750 is cool. Almost as cool, cool. as a CT90. Put it on the back yeah, of my no, CT90. Right, exactly. I'll take it home. But uh, so with AMA Vintage Days, uh, just remember you are doing well to consider a swap meet space because you can get in on Thursday. I'm giving you the pro tips here, guys. Yep. If you're not paying attention. If you're going to be attempting to participate in AMA Vintage Days, if you want to get there early, the only way to get in the gate early is to have a swap meet space. It's less expensive than you think it is when you consider that you get a couple of passes that go along with the swap meet space. 
It also gives you the ability to bring vehicles into AMA Vintage Days without paying for a parking pass. So AMA Vintage Days, swap meet spaces are important if you really do want to get the full weekend's activity out of it. The other thing about AMA Vintage Days is keep in mind that Sunday, it's kind of people shutting down. Do not arrive at AMA Vintage Days Sunday at 11 a.m. and expect you to have fun. It is mostly a Friday-Saturday kind of thing. Dudes that have a 20-hour drive ahead of them are getting the fuck out of there. They're getting the fuck Mm -hmm. out of there. And so if you expect to get there on Sunday, I had podcast listeners send us a really nice email about he's making a pretty significant commitment to get to AMA Vintage Days from Alabama, but he's not going to be able to get there until late on Saturday because Uh, of his work schedule. I'm telling you... uh, that's a tough one. To, that's a tough mm-hmm. commitment to make. I mean, Sunday morning proper. If you're out there at eight o'clock, yeah, I mean, you're, you gonna, you're gonna see a bunch of stuff. But well, if all you care about is seeing vintage racing and stuff, yeah. but if you want to experience vintage days, you're not gonna get it on no. Sunday. No, I'm sorry. Although Sunday you can get some good deals. Sunday yeah, you, you could leave deal. there with ninety three thousand dollars worth of scrap steel. I'm not going and home not with pay this for a penny. This isn't coming home with me. That's exactly right. Yeah. I have put motorcycles in fifty five gallon barrels there, but. The, I guess the point I would make is, if you have never been to an AMA Vintage Days before, the best thing that I can tell you to do is prepare for mud, yeah. prepare for oppressive heat mm. and humidity. Prepare for soupy sitches, fresh press coffee. Fresh, French, French press, uh, fresh press coffee. Make good coffee. Well, but yeah. for you to say. That's hard and, for me to say. And another thing is that the grounds themselves are what, about... 10 minutes, 15 minutes away? Coffee ground? From Lexington? <laughs> you can't, from downtown? Well, you right. can't bring, you, you can't not be there with something to ride around, basically. Right. That's and a good point. Yeah. I, yeah. So these things are, it spreads out over miles. People yeah. walk. I'm like, I'm not. I don't know how they do yeah. it. I don't know I how they do it. I put 40 some miles on my ruckus there last yeah. year. Just, <laughs> just putting around. I put and 65 miles on my buddy. Well, this is the yeah, idea. Right. It's right. like, you can swap meat alone is 40 some acres. Exactly. Right. And so the point is, do not show up thinking that, you're just going to walk it and, because and, it's really vicious. Like it's you can big. have fun if you if you have no other option. Yeah. Don't don't scare off. You can have fun if you're on foot. <clears throat> right. But you're not going to see everything. That's you're true. You're not going to mm-hmm. get to all like there. You'd be like, oh my god, I get I reached the end, and then all of a sudden there's this little road and it goes, and there's a whole other camp. Well, the hell with that. There's motocross racing. Right. That mm-hmm. happens a half mile away from the swap meet or a mile away from the swap meet. And trials. There's trials yeah, yeah, that yeah, happen trials. two miles away from the swap meet. Right. So and the racetrack itself is a two point five mile or two point three mile. And there's something GP to be course. said for being in those roving packs when everything kind of shuts down in the evening, like six seven o'clock yeah. at night. There's just packs of people riding around on yeah. every mini bike, barrel race, and then, and then, and then, and then on top of everything, if say you're, you're by yourself and you're like, ah, I don't, I have a lot of friends, whatever. Exactly what Pete was just saying. Things shut down, and then everybody tries to out party the next guy. <laughs> so like, you're not gonna have, uh, you're not gonna have a. a it's, I don't even know how to describe it. You're not gonna have a bad time. The children in the corner are scary. <laughs> Mid Ohio is its own animal. I mean, you and, can stumble into people's camps. Right. I mean, if you walk by and say, "Hey, what's up, guys?" You I know tons of people who have been to Mid Ohio. First time ever soloed and had no idea what was going on. And then by Sunday, they were like, "Jesus Christ, I'm never missing another one of these ever again." Ever again. I tell people yeah. it's like Woodstock for vintage motors. And it's or totally more than that, fair to say. it's Grateful Dead because it continues yeah. and people it follow it and they come back and it's a very inviting thing. Like so, if you're there by yourself and you walk into a now, camp, like you were just saying, no, well, I think it's like the turtles, so happy together, <laughs> so happy. <laughs> together. Uh, but if you are going, remember that it's not just the swap meet and it's not just the races. They have worked so hard to provide you with 
crazy seminars, stupid mm-hmm. stuff that happens in the infield. There's a wall of death. There's because that's you get one of those every weekend. The custom show, which had awesome stuff, right? And there's a a very immersive experience. And there's an auction, so there's auctioning off motorcycles. And what shocked (coughs) me was in the auction, a lot of the prices that were being paid for bikes in the auction were fucking reasonable, especially towards the end of it. Yes, people fucked off after like, like, I'm like, oh, I love that last bike that got auctioned off. I saw people leaving the auction with running titled XS 650s for thirteen hundred bucks. Didn't they do it like on Sunday, like a little Mm -hmm. bit late on Sunday, and everybody Mm -hmm. fucking you know, like. No. Oh, yeah. The, no, I'm not kidding. People paid $1,300 for 1975 running, titled, very nice XS650. <laughs> um, so there are deals to be had outside of the swap meet. And if you have a bike that's not necessarily street legal, yeah. not necessarily anything, but it kind of runs, you want to do it, you can yeah. bring that and ride it around. Yeah. It's like there's no like like laws, really. It's, it's kind of Wild West. It's Wild yeah. West. Yeah. It's very, very Wild West. Yes, yeah, I think it's beautiful. food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, you will meet all kinds of really fun people and wacky mm-hmm. people. So that is cool, too. But It's really interesting. I like the, like, especially in the swap meet. Yeah. Where you're riding around, but people are walking around, but everything just kind of moves cool. You know, it like, seems impossible. Yeah. See, I don't know how, how yeah. people just don't seem to get hurt, knock yeah. on wood or plastic or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But for, for as many years as I've been there, it's always yeah. just pretty cool the way you know, It's a yeah. weird experience, and it's kind of that whole thing about, like, what if we lived in a world where there were no rules? Would the world continue to it function? Just, it just works. It's like Town, Mad Max right? with Parker lots of people Town. fighting. Parker Town. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Mad Max if everybody was kind of happy. Well, and they shared gas. <laughs> yeah, they shared gas. <laughs> um, I thought they were happy with Mad Max. Yeah, they were ecstatic. No, they were, they were fighting so over gas. So just kind of keep that in mind. If you've never been to Middle Ohio before, we do strongly encourage you to go. We want you to be aware of what it's all about, though. So uh, prepare, like, Kind of prepare yourself for it. Like, do not be the guy that thinks like, okay, well, I got to get a hotel in town, mm-hmm. and I got to no. like. You don't really have to do that. You'll miss you more than half do of that. it if you don't stay yeah. on the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm and, looking at. It. I don't even think I'm taking my RV down because I got to work Friday. Right. So if I'm not going to get there until late yeah. Friday, you night, don't need to have the RV. Yeah. I think I could just drive my car, or yep. even bike. I don't know. Deal with the catches, catch can, man. I mean, it's going to be fine. I'm going to have an RV down there. You can sleep on it. Under it, in it, doesn't matter. It really right. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Total yeah. some hours of sleeping Just at Middle Ohio for me for matter. the entire weekend yeah. might be like six, three right. a night. Yeah. You know, it's maybe. true. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely true. Yeah. So that's the game. So we just wanted to make you know that um, at no point do we ever want anyone to think that Mid-Ohio is not or it's too much for them, it's out of their league. Uh, Mid-Ohio is very, very approachable. And if you're in the Cleveland area, it's easy to drive down there, yeah. do, do it, and come back home. I'm oh, sorry. yeah, yeah, You yeah. can commute easy. Yeah, it's real easy. Uh, that's it, man. Anybody got anything else? All right. Ride fast and take chances. Two hours, 16 minutes, 31 seconds.